Savage. That was a close one. Wait, Keanu Reeves? Is that you? Hi, I'm Keanu Reeves. Are we in the Matrix? No. What are you doing here, Keanu? A demon just attacked me right out in the open. A full-fledged demon here on our plane. <sighs> Thanks for having me here. How did you do that? I know Kung Fu. How am I doing? I need to get back to the podcast. From what? The Midnight Train. Midnight, Jesus. Thanks, Keanu. Just visiting. It can always be worse. You are a true hero. Kind of, but not really. Also, John Wick fucking rules. Yeah, I do, yeah. I was born with this curse. Good night, Jimmy. Tonight, on the Midnight Train Podcast, we discuss ghosts. What is the history behind them? What are the most famous ghosts? Why do girls always ghost Riley? Yes, Riley. This is me, Evan, calling you out, punk. I'm back thanks to Keanu, and my SAS level has been increased to 80%. So sit back and crack open your drink, and turn up the volume. It's time to get spooky. All aboard. Hello, Evan. I am so glad you were saved by Keanu Reeves. Alexa, I thought I would never see you again. I wanted to thank you for such an amazing time the other night despite being almost destroyed by a demon. The rest was magical. Evan, I have some news. I don't know how to tell you this, but I am late. You're going to be a dad. Alexa, you are pregnant? Oh, fuck. Jesus. Welcome to the Midnight Train Podcast. Grab a seat and enjoy. Welcome to the Midnight Train Pop. Happy Tuesday, all of you beautiful dark passengers, and the same to all of you somewhat mediocre and with the faces only a mother could love. If you're new here, welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. Uh, to all of our regular listeners, welcome back, you magnificent bastards. From paranormal and pseudoscience to the outright goofy, nothing is out of bounds. We are recording this episode from the Midnight Train Station here in Olmstead Township, Ohio. I am your host and the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer. And with me, as always, is my brother from another mother, the one, 
the only engineer in the underworld, my co-host, Jeff Butchko. What's happening, bro? What's going on? Hey, I want to do a special shout out to Mr. Keanu Reeves for saving our uh, robot. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. It was pretty cool that he was able to manipulate the Matrix, kick the shit out of that demon, and then save him. Yeah. And bring him back to us. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Now we're going to have a baby, apparently. So I don't know about that. That's going to be interesting. So they're having a baby? Well, apparently he knocked up Alexa. How does that happen? You know what? I don't even want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know. That sounds gross. Yeah. It sounds gross. It we'll sounds keep so- it PG-13. We'll just... <laughs> a stork. A computer stork a computer delivers stork. the baby. Okay, that sounds fun. Yeah. Um, of course, across from me is the switchman of the superstitious and the captain late today. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm giving him shit. The governor of the Google shits, Mr. Riley Sayer. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. And I told you I'd be here. Five. I know. I know. I, it, okay. was, it was my fault. It was miscommunication. That's all. Mm, yes. So, yeah, it's good to see you, buddy. I'm glad you're yeah. here. He's 21. He's doing all right. By the Still way, alive. what happened to you last week? I heard you were missing, like, hangover style. Like, they just lost you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I woke up in a ditch in southern Ohio. Were your pants around your ankles? Around my neck. Okay. Well, Damn. that's okay. Yeah. That's an Explain entirely that different yeah, right? thing going yeah. on there. But you made it back. Yeah. Did you, that's did, good. Did you have to pay for it? No, I walked. Oh. You don't have Uber. Almost dead. No, I mean, did you have oh. to pay for whatever happened to get your pants around your neck? <laughs> no, they paid me. <laughs> oh, okay. I went with a twenty in my pocket. It was cool. Great. Cool. Well, that's good. I'm glad to glad to see you back here. So, uh, all right. So, you know, we got a really special guest here today. We do have a special guest, and I think a lot of you listeners are going to be super pumped. Uh, we have the one, the only chainsaw in the studio with us today. All right. Yes, that's right. The one, the only, the myth, the man, the legend, Mr. Chainsaw is in the house. Sir, how are you today? Hello, John. <laughs> hello, Jeff. <laughs> What's my next line? Oh, that's up, Riley. Yeah. Oh, hello, hello. So how's it going, man? Yeah, it's going pretty good. It's good to have you here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Long, long time uh, friend of ours, Mr. Chainsaw, is uh, in the house. He's actually an over-the-road truck driver and is in town for, uh, when do you leave again? Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning? Yeah. Can we address the elephant in the room, by the way? There's an elephant in the room? So there are three cans of weenie beanies amongst <laughs> Riley Station over here. And he's looking directly across at a one chainsaw who's currently the highest bidder this is on true. the Halloween date, by the way. That's right. This is true. He looks, I don't know if you guys can tell in the uh, the, the YouTube video, if you're watching here, he looks extremely nervous right now. <laughs> he's like eating his chicken here. You're like, oh, God. He's very close to the door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So don't forget, before we leave the station, head on over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com and sign up for the Midnight Bonus Train to access our bonus episodes, including but not limited to our drunken movie reviews, bonus rides, songs from Isaiah and the Midnight Riders, which I guess there's a new one. For, specifically for the, for this episode that we're going to be playing a little oh, bit later wait for to you. Hear it. Yeah, I that's I mean, you're the one who told me he emailed you, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Good. 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 That, apparently, that Best Buy Dell setup, the Geek Squad got him running, and he's just killing it. It's working. Yeah, he's going to have like a whole album by Christmas. That's awesome. From what I hear, I'm so. excited about it. You can also check out the music from uh, Jeff and my band Sky Pilots, as well as other awesome tidbits. 
um, you, that you won't get anywhere else. Um, also, it's free, so that's pretty much the best part to it, you know? Uh, so what do you got to lose, you know? There you can also listen to all of our regular episodes, buy some super sweet merchandise, watch our YouTube summary videos, and check out the character profiles of the entire train crew, including the one and only Evan. Yeah. Isaiah, that creepy bastard. Yeah. And the Midnight Master. So... And if you guys don't know who the Midnight Master is, trust me, you'll be hearing a lot more from him because apparently... Yeah, he's kind of behind the scenes at the moment, yeah. but I have a feeling we're going to be having yeah. a lot more I didn't. Him. I didn't really understand the whole thing, and now it's just yeah. like, whoa, mind blown. And I'm kind of worried about Evan. I wonder if we should do a Kickstarter for like diapers and, and formula. Because Digital diapers? We don't pay him very well at all, if we anything. pay him at all. Yeah. So Not even beer, like Riley. How is he going to raise a baby? In this day and age. Guess what? Ain't my problem. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so if you're looking for a way to help uh, keep the steam in our engines, the best thing you can do is like and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. And most importantly, share the Midnight Train to everyone. Or you can always just send us pictures of your credit cards, both front and back. Uh, actually, please don't do that. That, um, that was a joke. Don't do that. I mean, you can. No, don't we'll, do that. We'll just pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> Someone right now is like, okay, I can do that. Click, click. Yeah, don't <laughs> yeah. do that. But seriously, word of mouth is how we're going to keep uh, you know getting more passengers and uh, continue to bring you weekly episodes. Also, we're sending out a signed poster, sticker, and magnet. Lucky. <laughs> to a random passenger who has left us a review on Apple Podcasts. Today, the username is Christina.S. So, Christina. No! Please- Yep, that's not her name. Oh, uh, yeah, my bad. Um, please send us an email at the Midnight Train Podcast at gmail.com with your full name and address, and we'll send your, your goodies out to you. And remember, the more reviews we get, the more we move up in the rankings, and the better the chance you get to be randomly selected to receive everything that Christina S. Dot S is going to get. So get on it, passengers. And uh, listen, I know we're running a little bit late on the uh, the other review winners and whatnot, but uh, those are going out tomorrow. So for everyone that's you know won those, they will be going out tomorrow. Just I in time you. for Halloween. Yeah, you can hang it up on your shit and scare people. Man. That's right. And uh, so you know, by the way, Jeff Riley and myself will be at Aces Depot in Olmstead Falls, Ohio, for their annual Halloween party this upcoming Saturday, October 26th, starting at 8 p.m. Uh, here's your first chance uh, for some of you to meet and party with us. You know, dress up and you know, let's get drunk. I mean, spooky. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, yeah. John, why did Riley look like he had no idea he was Probably because he didn't have any idea. Okay. But that's how I run it. He's my son, so I kind of, you know, yeah. okay. I'm I like, you, you know, gotcha. maybe we'll gotcha. auction Riley off that night. You know, we'll set up a whole big <laughs> there you thing. go. That's we'll perfect. put him up on stage and we'll auction you off right so if you podcast, guys right if you guys want to see him in person and place your bid in person i am not an item okay <laughs> do not objectify me i you mean you don't cost 21.75 then what i bring the money for oh <laughs> all right so lastly in the box car we have no one because this episode is going to be so extremely long and i do want to uh just let you guys know that so stay with us it's, it's gonna be a great one because you know you know we're gonna get spooky on this, this one so jeff where is this beautiful train headed today so today we are gonna head into the infamous ghost territory we're talking anything everything ghosts it's no, all i know ghosts. it's a broad subject it's you could go any which way with it really because there's so many different things uh that pertain to it but we're going to try and uh, dissect it up the midnight way and uh, give you a little info, give you a little laughs, and have some input from a one chainsaw. Absolutely. So before we start, uh, obviously, as we always do, if you guys are out there listening right now and you're not on your way to work, because I would recommend you not cracking a beer on your way to work, um, but this is for you guys out there for listening, so uh, to a good podcast. 
crispy boys. So, Ray, if you're out there listening, this one's for you, brother. Mmm. Delish. All right, so, ghosts. And listen. Not not the Patrick Swayze clay molding, no, 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 you know, not, whatever. Not that. No, not that at all. Not that in, ghost. in fact, it's, we got pretty, uh. Pretty deep on a lot of this stuff here. So, okay. So with it being October, we wanted to touch on one of the most notable, iconic, and somewhat generic figments of the horror genre. Um, you, everyone likes information, right? That's right. So, holy Santa Claus shit. This one's fucking retar- just retarded. It's so crazy. I hope you all appreciate this episode for real. If you don't, may the Midnight Master burn your eyes out through your fucking buttholes. Okay. Yes. That's, there you go. Oh, that, okay. was, that was a little bit over the line. I apologize. Um, so here we go. Let's run a train on these fucking ghosts. Ooh. First off, what is a ghost? It's a sheet over your head with two eye holes cut out. No, that's the Ku Klux Klan. That's a different thing. Are you sure? Yes. That's negative. What do you think, Riley? That's negative ghost rider. Oh, hey. <laughs> I really need the, the, the sound effect. You do, you, you do. do. So according oh, to the interwebs in folklore, a ghost, sometimes known as an apparition, haunt, phantom, poltergeist, shade, specter, spirit, spook, the oh hell no, the oh what the fuck is that, and lastly, a wraith. A ghost is the soul a or wraith. spirit. wraith, yes. Now that's scary shit. Right. right? You ever seen Somebody that movie? says like, hey, there's a ghost in the corner. You're like, nah, whatever. There's mean. a wraith in the corner. You're like... You're loading your gun and you're running. You ever seen uh, the movie Wraith with yes. uh, Charlie Sheen? Yes. No. Such a good movie. Yeah. I know about the ring wraiths from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no. No. Okay. What the fuck? Nobody knows that? Boo. No. All right. Get it. Boo. Boo. All right. <laughs> All right. So a ghost is the soul or spirit of a dead person or animal that can appear to the living. In ghost lore, descriptions of ghosts vary widely from an invisible presence to translucent or barely visible wispy shapes to realistic life-like forms, okay? The deliberate attempt to contact the spirit of a deceased person is known as necromancy, or in spiritualism, as a seance. As a seance. The belief in the existence of an afterlife as well as manifestations of the spirits of the dead dates back to animism or ancestor worship in pre-written cultures. Certain religious practices, funeral rites, exorcisms, and some practices of spiritualism and ritual magic are specifically designed to rest the spirits of the dead. So they do these practices because people died and they, you know, they want them to not, I don't know, not being unhappy, I guess, because they're dead. They have unanswered questions. Right. Right. You know, like, I where guess. did you bury the box of $1,000? You're right. <laughs> is it in the basement or in the <laughs> Ooh, attic? The box of $1,000. <laughs> Back then, $1,000 is a lot of money. So ghosts are generally described as solitary human-like essences, though stories of ghostly armies and the ghosts of animals rather than humans have also been told. Ghostly armies. What about ghostly pirate ships? I'm sh- well, yeah, I'm sure there's ghostly everything. Ooh, they the are believed... The yeah, Goonies, Goonies nice. They are believed to haunt particular locations, objects, or people they were associated with in life. And according to a 2009 study by the PEW or Pew, Pew Pew Research Center, 18% of Americans say they have seen a ghost. So as of 2009, 18% of people say, I, th- I think that, that sounds like a low number to me. You know what 18%, I mean? 18%, yeah. Of, American, yeah. 18% of, Americans? of Americans have seen, well, I, I guess. Uh, it's like 30 million people. Yeah, but I guess if you look at other cultures, it's probably way higher. But maybe over here, it's a, I don't I don't know. Depends. Anyway, there are many references to ghosts in Mesopotamian religions, uh, the religions of Sumer, Babylon, Assyria, and other early states in Mesopotamia. Traces of these beliefs um, survive in the later Abrahamic religions that came to dominate the reg- uh, region. 
Ghosts so offensive. <laughs> ghosts were thought to be created at a uh, time of death, taking on the memory and the personality of the dead person. They traveled to the netherworld, the netherworld, where they were assigned a position and led an existence similar in some ways to that of the living. They were given a position. Yes. <laughs> yes. You show up and you're just the mechanic hey, Bob, of the you, underworld. Bob, yeah. you, you, you died. Wait, what? I'm dead? Yeah. And what's even worse? You're fucking, you're shoveling shit. You know what I mean? That's your position right now. You know, like, fuck, that's hell. That's hell. That's what it is. You drew the shitty ghost card, buddy. (laughs) So um, relatives of the dead were expected to make offerings of food and drink to the dead to ease their conditions. If they did not um, do this, the ghost could could inflict misfortune and illness on the living. So if you didn't do what they asked you to do, then you're fucked. So uh, traditional healing practices ascribed a variety of illnesses to the action of ghosts while others were caused by gods or demons. Demons. Deep. Speaking of demons. Uh-oh. I mean, in that intro, that was some serious stuff there. We need to, we need to run a train on demons. We haven't, yeah. We haven't done that yet. Well, I think that's, that's a great be a whole one. episode. It should be a I whole a, episode. I have a question real quick. What's the difference between a demon and a ghost? I guess we'll have to Find out. Yeah. Yeah. There was widespread belief in ghosts in ancient Egyptian culture as well. The Hebrew Bible contains few references to ghosts associating spiritualism with forbidden occult activities. The most notable reference is in the first book of Samuel, in which a disguised King Saul has the witch of Endor. (laughs) (laughs) The Ewoks? Yeah, the Ewoks, right. And I'm a nerd for Lord of the Rings, really? (laughs) Really, guys? Well, he had him summon the spirit of the ghost of Samuel. The soul and spirit were believed to exist after death with the ability to assist or harm the living and the possibility of a second death, which is weird. So apparently ghosts can die again. If you die in ghosts, do you come back to life in in this world? Oh, good question. Like a reverse thing? Yeah, it's like... Yeah, but then you'd want to die, right? Not if you hated your life here. Yeah, but... Well, <laughs> over a period of more than uh, 2,500 years, Egyptian beliefs about the nature of the afterlife evolved constantly. Many of these beliefs beliefs were recorded in hieroglyphic inscriptions, papyrus scrolls. Thank you, papyrus scrolls and tomb paintings. The Egyptian papyrus. I like that word. Pap- by the way, papyrus. On a side note, papyrus. I remember in art class in school, we would talk about papyrus. Papyrus. Um, the original Burning Vegas logo was yeah. in the papyrus font. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, papyrus. papyrus. I forgot about that. Papyrus. Papyrus. <laughs> the Egyptian Book of the Dead compiles some of the beliefs from different periods of ancient Egyptian history. In modern times, the fanciful concept of a mummy coming back to life and wreaking vengeance when disturbed has spawned a whole genre of horror stories and films. We've all seen zombie like movies. Some, movies. Some of the best movies ever made, like The Mummy. Yeah. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser really killed him. Have you role. seen him not lately, by the way? Dude. It does not look good. Oh, my God. He's rough. He's yeah, rough. It looked like they dropped him off a truck on a like highway doing 70 yeah he's in that Did doom you? patrol yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah did you guys see uh the mummy the newer one with uh tom cruise tom, tom cruise, cruise. Yeah, it's yeah. Terrible. yeah it wasn't that's supposed tom cruise to be the same really timeline as the wolf man and all that yeah too. It what about the fan. mummy too though with like the scorpion dude played by the rock <laughs> the rock yeah it was all right they're fun they're, they're gimmicky and it's dumb but yeah they're fun um so by the fifth century bc classical greek ghosts had become uh, haunting, frightening creatures who could work for either good or evil purposes. So this is when they actually start becoming like evil, like the fruits of the devil. (laughs) The spirit of the dead was believed to hover near the resting place of the corpse, and cemeteries were places the living avoided. The dead were to be ritually mourned through public ceremony, sacrifice, and libations. You know what a libation is, right? That's called... Live Nation? That's called beverages, like I'm drinking right now. No, not Live Nation. okay. 
or else they might return to haunt their families. The ancient Greeks held annual feasts to honor and placate these spirits of the dead. To- Again with the food. I'm telling you, it's Every all about food. Every one of these stories, of everything we covered, always comes back to food. It's like the soul cakes. Soul cakes, yeah. Yep. Yep. Like it's all about the food. Bob, you died. We're gonna have a turkey <laughs> in your honor today. <laughs> McDonald's. Anyone want McDonald's? Bill died. So anyway, the ancient Greeks held annual feasts to honor and placate the spirits of the dead, to which the family ghosts were invited. And at- <laughs> the family ghosts, <laughs> yeah, <It's our> ghosts. <laughs> and after which they were firmly invited to leave until the same time next year. So they're it's- firmly invited to leave. So you, you guys can go. But think Seriously, about, please. Okay, but yeah. think about that though. It's kind of along the same lines of like uh, Dias de Muertos, where they go and it's like the one time. God bless you. Thank you. I had to sneeze. They, they- can you say that one more time. Dias de Muertos. Davey knows what that is, I'm sure. Yeah. Close. Ooh. Wow. What is it, Riley? He's calling you out. De los muertos. Oh. It's day of the dead. Oh, you are welcome. Oh, and he is now not on record. All right. (laughs) So anyway. um, So what I was saying, the 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 Day of the Dead. Yes. Anyway, they go and they they bring stuff to honor these people that are supposed to be able to like cross over that one day of the year. Is it like their belongings, or is it just like random it's, tokens, it's like pictures and, and and whatever they like, candles. They leave food and stuff. I mean, you've seen that, lo- that Coco movie, right? I haven't watched it. It's awesome. So like, if Chainsaw died and we wanted to honor him, we would just take like a still chainsaw and like throw it on a pile of where his ashes were, and then hope he comes back, kind of deal. Yeah. Is that what you're saying, basically? No. No? Yeah. Yeah? Mm, no. Okay. The ancient Romans believed a ghost... Bring me back. <laughs> the ancient Romans believed a ghost could be used to exact revenge on an enemy by scratching a curse on a piece of lead or pottery and placing it into a grave. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. <laughs> Ghosts reported in medieval Europe tended to fall into two categories, the souls of the dead or demons. Okay, so that seems to be the difference between right there, Riley. You asked earlier, what's the difference between like ghosts and demons? Well, apparently there is. The souls of the dead return for a specific purpose. Demonic ghosts existed only to torment or tempt the living. Now, see, I was always told and always understood that any type of ghost, I don't know if this is different for demons, but any type of ghost, they would become a ghost because they died in a tragic way that they can't accept that they died. So then they're, they have like unfinished business. Like they don't understand that they died because it was so, such a tragic thing. Well, At least that's what all the movies and well, things it says there tell you. for a specific purpose, right? That's probably what it would be like. Their right. purpose would be like to, right? To you know, like if there's to some find movies, out why they died. Well, or, or like if you they would, have one last thing they want, they need done. It's like they have a, a living person do that thing, and then you release their soul from this mid- mortal plane. Well, right. So like if you went on a Tinder date and the girl axed you in the head and you died, yeah, you'd yes. have unfinished business, right? So you would haunt that person. It would until, be a specific until, until someone got laid. That is what? a specific purpose, but you're not there um, to torment them you're trying to find out what happened but demons are demons are yeah, yeah, yeah. right the demon the demonic ghost right so the crow the, the the crow yeah the crow would be a demonic ghost yeah Fan- fired up fantastic fired up, fired up. movie's so awesome rest in peace brandon uh the living could tell them <laughs> you apart got shot, Bubba. <laughs> the living could tell them apart by demanding their purpose in the name of jesus christ oh god the, it's so offensive <laughs> the soul of a dead person would divulge its mission while a demonic ghost would be banished out of the uh, at the sound of the holy name 
Most ghosts were souls assigned to purgatory, condemned for a specific period to atone for their transgressions in life. Imagine if that's how like all demonic movies end. Like like they, they would all be like thirty seconds long. Priest walks in, Jesus Christ, they just leave. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. The walks. exorcism's done. Demon in corner, like God. Christ compels you. And the demon's Today. like fuck. <laughs> Again, it's like the third time this week. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen uh, uh, this is the end? Where oh, yeah. Jonah Hill's possessed, oh, yeah. and like uh, that Jay, what's his name? He's trying to do. He's like the power of Christ. He's like, and Jonah Hill's all demon form. He's like, oh, don't really does it, Jay? Does it really <laughs> compel me? <laughs> like in the low tone. It awesome. yeah, does it really compel me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, their penance was generally related to their sin. For example, the ghost of a man who had been abusive to his servants was condemned to tear off and swallow bits of his own tongue. What? Yeah, the ghost of another man who had neglected to leave his cloak to the poor was condemned to wear the cloak now heavy as a church tower. These ghosts appeared to the living to ask for prayers to end their suffering. Other dead souls returned to urge um, to urge the living to confess their sins before their own deaths. You know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like these people were assholes in real life, and so the people who lived on past them were like, don't worry, he's eating his own tongue now because right. he's dead. Right. When in reality, right. yeah. he's dead. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that, my, that fucking guy. I hope he's eating his own fucking tongue. Didn't give me Do you a, think they gave him a hot sauce for it? They're like... A little Tabasco. <laughs> you ever seen that meme Salt of the guy pepper. where he's got the holster with the hot sauce in it, and they're like, that's the kind of guy I want to be friends with? You know, maybe back in the day, the guy had a holster and he's like, whoosh, like Frank's red hot and just pours it on the tongue. And the dude just, yeah, yummy. What the fuck are you talking about? You don't, you never seen that meme? <laughs> Where are you at right now? Medieval European ghosts were more substantial than ghosts described in the Victorian age. And there are accounts of ghosts being wrestled with and physically restrained until a priest could arrive to hear its confession. You're going nowhere. <laughs> Same song. <laughs> Some were less solid and could move through walls. Often they were described as paler and sadder versions of the person they had been um, had been while alive and dressed in tattered gray rags. Could, so you, imagine my, could you imagine my ghost paler and sadder than this already? Yeah, you, you'd be the invisible yeah. type, right? <laughs> yeah. right. Translucent. The vast majority of reported sightings were male. There were some reported cases of ghostly armies fighting battles at night in the forest or in the remains of an Iron Age hill fort. Now, that would be awesome. That's what I'm saying. To witness that, yeah. that would be really cool. That would be badass. Uh, it was at uh, Wandlebury near Cambridge, England. Living knights were sometimes challenged to single combat by phantom knights, which vanished when defeated. How cool would that be to see two, like, just two like knights going at it? And one of them's like, <laughs> like all glistening yeah. and like, has like a demon sword and shit. Okay, hold on. Hold on. <sighs> How cool would it be to see any two knights actually fighting? Yeah, well, yeah. not one. If I walked out in my backyard and there were just two dudes in fucking full chain armor and mail, chain mail or whatever, just cling, cling. I'd be sitting there with popcorn and beer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Why has Peter Jackson not made this movie yet? That'd be right? such a cool idea. Like, like right? a ghost army fighting Absolutely. a real army? I think that'd be badass. We should make a Kickstarter. We can do this. We can make we a movie. We keep talking about this it. This is like our 18th idea. I know. We gotta, <laughs> Riley, write this, write this one down. Got it. All right. You didn't write it down, did you? I, I got it down. Okay, cool. So now, what we've talked this about this before about the different types of ghosts. We've said this before many different times. Like you're even saying too, like demons and whatnot, apparitions, apparitions, whatnot. All right, so check Spectres. it out. Poltergeists. I did some research on this one. So the different types of ghosts. First, was this from Egon's handbook? No. Okay. Then it's not. Fact. Well, even if it yeah, was, even if it was, I couldn't tell you. It's not canon. Right. So the banshee. The Banshee is not a ghost. She is a female spirit associated with certain Irish families. When the sound of her wailing or wailing mourning or keening is heard, it is a sure sign that someone within the family will pass on and soon. And this is a great story. We should actually do a whole episode on Banshees because there's a lot of creepy ones. Like stories that I've heard over the years. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, All right. It's pretty good. Maybe we'll break each one of these down and have separate ones for each one. Well, yeah, like yeah. if you... Uh... 
Just like an old Irish folklore tale that I know that if you like, or that some guy was walking in the woods and he like kept hearing this like screaming and he like found the woman and it was actually the banshee and then the next day like his wife died or something like yeah. that. And then she was like, they're magically delicious. And then, and then all the potatoes disappeared. <laughs> yes. And then like 30 million people died. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So uh, the next one is uh, cold spots or funnel ghosts. And once natural... Funnel ghosts? Well, I'll explain this to you. This is a funnel ghost. Yeah, you I'll explain to you. carnival. <laughs> once natural causes have been excluded, some would consider cold spots to be one of the most genuine types of ghost. They are not small, flat, or, or static, as some would suggest. They are like three-dimensional columns of cold air that move around certain haunted buildings. Okay, so but, now you've seen all these haunted shows and shit where they're like, oh, it's really well, God, it's cold in here. Well, they walk like through a yeah, cold their spot. breath starts. That's the thermal cameras. It's right. Like, Look at yeah. that. It's blue over there. So it's, it's more so saying that that is actually a type of ghost. That it's a type of... So most often spotted in homes or old his, historical buildings, the funnel ghost or vortex is frequently associated with a cold spot. They usually take on the shape of a swirling funnel and most paranormal experts believe they are a loved one returning for a visit or even a former resident of the home Appearing as a wisp of light or a swirling spiral of light, they're often caught in photographs or in video, just like the fucking brown lady. Dun, dun, dun. It and all that comes back. The funnel? That's the funnel ghost. So my ex-wife is a funnel ghost because she's a swirling mass of cold. <laughs> <laughs> See, you need that. Very well done. Yeah, you need so, that. You need Ollie, that. don't tell your mother I said that. <laughs> So what um, I noticed here is it says that this this cold spot or this cold areas tend to happen in older buildings. Yeah. You know, drafty old buildings right. with well, terrible that's, that's, air ventilation and flow. Riley, you're thinking logically now. <laughs> Shit, you're right. It's God. God is doing it. Right. So let's just back that up. God and and we'll, demons. Stop offending me. Right. Uh, the next one is a crisis apparition. Very oh, similar Jesus. to a fetch, which is totally different than a felch. And I'll let all you guys out there figure out what that is. Fletch lives? Yeah. A crisis apparition, uh, apparition, crisis apparition, is the appearance to their loved one or friend of a person at a time when they are in great peril. It will be um, dressed in the same clothes that the person the apparition represents is wearing and will sometimes appear to speak. Some investigators believe the crisis apparitions are not genuinely types of ghosts as they are not actually present. So this is like your self-conscious warning you. Um, so, so the thing I would ask is, so Gerald's game, the, the, that movie, yeah. the Stephen King movie, right? when she's seeing her dead husband, is that, That's a crisis we, apparition. is that a crisis yeah. apparition? Or is that... No, it, because it's not their... Well, I don't know. I mean, I, like this, they're saying that this is... Is this a type of ghost thing? Because she's obviously imagining it. Correct. But she's in crisis and she's and it's appearing before it's it's apparating. But before it seems her. Yeah. from from what I read through this is that these these fetches are actually there to I think seeing herself that that would be considered what this is because it's like trying to help her. Well, she sees herself in the movie. I know. I, so you're, oh, okay. you're talking like a third person. You well, see yourself because in, the third in the movie she's literally seeing two like she's having these delusions yeah. and having a conversation yeah. between the husband that are, had just died it's on the floor being eaten by a fucking wolf or a dog yeah, or whatever it was right. yeah. wolf. and then on the other side it's it's herself talking to her but the guy is like super freaking mean and like you're gonna fucking die he's yeah. the negative side of everything so I would say that he's more of like perhaps a demon if, if we were to go and sit here and like kind of like break it down break these things down it sounds to me that it, uh, the actual fetch is someone trying to console somebody that's in great peril and that's a crisis apparition correct do they need a safe space and probably they need okay. a vest yeah, for yeah, their probably. dog so my question is then 
Again, let's think logically. I'm gonna do this for each one if I can do it. Oh no! Oh, oh boy! Oh boy! This episode just got longer, folks. Here Sorry. We go. All right. So crisis, crisis <laughs> apparition. People in great peril, so a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot going on in your brain. Odds are, you think they're just. I'm gonna need a crisis apparition right now if he keeps holding those. No, I think weenies. I think it's pretty much exactly what you said though. I think when, when you're like under it, yeah. when you're under great stress and great whatever, you you are gonna end up imagining stuff. And, and listen, I'm gonna talk about the science yeah. and the medical well, because, diagnoses behind all this later on. Okay, which like, when people say that like they're they, they, like let's say it's like someone's like very close to you dies like parent grandparent or whatever they say they see them when they're in super like like oh they warned me not to go to that in that plane that night and the plane crashed and i survived because right. i saw my grandma tell that's me not premonition. to go so is a christ separation the same thing as a premonition then no okay because a premonition would be like could be anything a premonition could be you had a dream about a plane blowing up so really. it's a very specific type yes this is like an actual visitor of something that is but it's but it says here though it says that they believe that the vision is a result of telepathy between the two people involved what so if one of them is mm, dead though so well, that's do, that's telepathically connected to someone who's dead but that, that i don't know who the fuck am i over here i'm just trying to, fucking try to get through this thing. <laughs> all, all i know so far is the best one is the funnel ghost yeah like if you're gonna if you're gonna see a ghost you want it to be fun right well, now wait a minute you did just talk a about fun, something right? yeah. you did just talk about something i'm gonna get to this one here so yeah anyway the creepy mind ghost that's kind of fucked up anyway yeah so uh deathbed visions they appear to the dying of dead friend or the dying of dead friends and relatives about half of those people who are conscious in the final minutes before death will have this comforting experience of seeing a vision of departed friends you or loved ones all huh? the time what you hear about this all oh, people the in the time. deathbed yeah. seeing something yeah, yeah. Right. they see someone in a black cloak or they right see someone close to, to them it's oh, yeah. like oh there's my mom she's holding her hand out to me right. <laughs> Uh, so it's uh, the departed friends or loved ones coming to take them home. Right. These visions do not appear to be an illusion. People have been surprised to see the ghost of those whom they assume to still be in the flesh. And some dying people who experience them often express surprise that the angels don't have wings. That's because they demons. Right. Well, it's <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, they don't really know what it is at that point in time. And when angels you're, of death. And when you're well, I mean, maybe. which is a sweet metal band name, by the way. I'm sure there's. A, there's got to be with that font that you can't even read. Sometimes <laughs> like, they took a bunch of ink and threw it on the wall. Like, yeah, it's our band name. What's your band name? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. So uh, the next one is the doppelganger, a German word meaning double goer. It refers to an identical image a person sees of themselves. It is usually considered for the person who sees it to be a harbinger of ill omen, if not of their imminent death. So if you see yourself, kick that bastard in the breadbasket and bounce. It's kind of like Matt Damon and Fat Matt, Na- Matt Damon. You know who I'm talking about? Matt Damon. The, the one guy, uh, have you seen the movie Game Night? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, There's the, a bunch no. of doppelgangers if you look on it online. The neighbor sure. that's yeah. a cop? Yeah. He's called Fat Matt Damon. <laughs> like, he's just... He's been dubbed that forever. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Because he looks like Matt Damon if he ate a box of donuts, basically. <laughs> so um, what I, I kind of want to touch back on with this one here is that we were just talking to, or when you were asking about seeing yourself uh, for the the, Third cri- person. the crisis apparition. Yeah, 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 yeah. The doppelganger sounds like that's what that is. Whereas the crisis apparition is not seeing yourself. It is seeing a different entity or a different person. So that's a clarification in that one. Uh, the next one, ooh, everyone's favorite, electronic voice phenomena. <laughs> number five. <laughs> number 15. As known as, it's also known as EVP or spirit voices. These are the unexplained faint sounds of human voices that can sometimes be heard on both digital tape and, or digital and tape recordings. Occasionally, the voices appear to answer questions that are put to the apparent bodiless entities um, uh, by paranormal investigators. So, you know, we've all seen ghosts butchers and ghost whatever it is and yes, yeah. Right. yeah what you just 
That was an EVP. Did you hear that? Yeah. Did you guys get that electronic voice that phenomenon was, on your headphones? Yeah. That's right. Number six, that the scariest rich. sound caught on tape. Number seven. <laughs> <laughs> we, went, we went back and listened to that episode, and we were dying. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. Yeah, you listeners out there, if you have, if you don't know what we're referring to, it's kind of a, a little inside joke. But get on the the bonus train, and uh, which what was that one titled? Uh, it's like top fifteen scariest noises ever recorded. Is scary, that what it's titled? No, uh, uh, conversations with ghosts, I think, okay. or something like that. So yeah. get on the bonus train and check out that episode. It you is, will laugh your ass it, off. It, it was <laughs> a drunken review, yeah, and it was just absolutely retarded it's, it's, really <laughs> hey, it's stupid sorry i gotta stop was, saying the retarded was, i'm sorry folks. very silly yes so uh now a fetch which we actually talked a little bit earlier may sometimes be a crisis apparition if the person seeing is experiencing great mental distress it is the image of a person who is dying or who has recently died that appears to be uh, to the friend or relative of the deceased the fetch is not that rare an occurrence however much more common is for a person to know for certain that someone they were close to has died you get that like weird feeling. And listen, not, not, not to, this has actually happened to me quite a few times. And I'm being, you know me, I'm totally, I don't believe in all that shit or whatever. But um, I had, I was a little kid. I was at home. Um, I was sleeping. And I had a horrible dream about my aunt. And she was sick. She was in the hospital. And uh, her name was Libby. Loved her to death. Um, so I had this dream. And in the dream, I was a little kid. And I go into the hospital. And it was like a round, like padded, uh, almost like a psychiatric room like the old school ones the padded rooms um but it was round and she was laying on a gurney in, in her gown or whatever and she was rolled and covered and she was rolled away like with her back to me so i walked over to the gurney and she rolled over and her face looked like a puppet like with the lines going down here and then her face fell apart so then wow dude yeah what, what happened what did i miss did something happen? Wow. It's pretty fucked up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the interactive personality, the most common of all ghosts spotted, is usually of a deceased person, someone you know, a family member, or perhaps even a historical figure. These ghosts can be friendly or not, but often show themselves to others in a variety of ways. They can become visible, they can speak or make noises, touch you, or even emit an odor like uh, perfume or cigar smoke, etc. Huh? They always say sulfur. That's for demons. Yeah. I don't know. To let you know they are that, that, that they're there. Experts say that this type of ghost retains its former personality of when they were alive and can feel emotions. And often they are visiting you to comfort you or let you know something important. So if you happen to see a lost loved one, chances are they are there because they feel you want or need to see them. Or you owe them money and they've come to collect. <laughs> so they fart to let you know. That yeah, apparently, there. yeah. Uh, the ectoplasm or ecto-mist... This uh, vaporous cloud. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Ectoplasm. Um, Ecto cooler. This um, (laughs) vaporous cloud usually appears several feet off the ground and can move swiftly or simply stay still, almost like it's orbiting. These ghostly encounters have been captured on many videos and in photographs and can be uh, white, gray, or even black. Although they can simply appear this way, linger, then move away quickly, sometimes ectoplasms appear before becoming a full-bodied apparition. Many people have witnessed them outdoors, in graveyards, battlefields, historical sites, and hotel hallways like the one in Ghostbusters. Slimer. Wait, isn't that what the, uh, like the, that was flooding, like the sewers in the second one? That's the pink slime. Isn't that ectoplasm, or is that different? No, that was actually, it it was like an emotional ectoplasm. Yeah. Like, they said that everyone, like, was getting angry, and so it was creating this. Your love. What the hell was that? Uh, when they're driving the Statue of Liberty. I don't know. I can't remember it. 
Oh, the to Take Me Higher song? Yeah, yeah. Higher and higher. And they got the Nintendo controller and they're right. making the thing walk. <laughs> All right, so uh, the next one, Poltergeist. Um, perhaps one of the most popular terms most of us have heard when it comes to ghosts, the word poltergeist actually means noisy ghost because it is said to have the ability to move or knock things over, make noise, and manipulate the physical environment. While many of us have heard the term before, a poltergeist is actually one of the rarest forms of hauntings and to many, the most terrifying. Uh, loud knocking sounds, turning off you know, lights, door slamming, even fires breaking out mysteriously. Oh, chainsaw's dying. You all right? You okay? <laughs> Maybe it was oh, a okay. poltergeist. It was. Um, even fires breaking out mysteriously have all been attributed to this type of spiritual disturbance. Another frightening aspect of the poltergeist is that the event usually starts out slowly and mildly, then begins to intensify, and while many times poltergeist activity is harmless and ends quickly, they have been known to actually become dangerous. Some experts explain it as a mass form of energy that a living person is controlling unknowingly which we've heard about before. They said that, like, you know, there's, like, someone's having a bunch of shit happen. It's someone in the house that's doing it. You know, they, they come in and they're like, have you been having any kind of traumatic whatever? And then all of a sudden... Oh, my God, we have. <laughs> yeah. Is your name start with a B? <laughs> no? Oh. No. Okay. Um, orbs. Orbs are probably the most photographed type of anomaly in Jeff's favorite. Oh, God. <laughs> they appear as a Dust. transparent or translucent ball of light that is hovering over the ground. Uh, many ghosts, hunters, and go- uh, guests on ghosts and gravestones are surprised to see them in their photos. It is, a, it is believed that orbs are the soul of a human or even an animal that has died and is traveling around from one place to another. The circular shape they take on makes it easier for them to move around and is often the first state they appear in before they become a full-bodied apparition. If you're lucky enough to capture an orb on video, you'll be amazed by how fast they can move. (laughs) Photographs, they are usually white, but can be blue as well. You'll also be amazed at how fast people can be like, that's just dust, you idiot. Yeah, so it's like, you know, when Glinda the Good Witch comes down from the Wizard of Oz, she's in the orb, like, right. And then she appears. That's what they're basically saying. Yeah, that's uh, stupid. That is one of the dumbest things in the world because it's so easily dismayed. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a million of them online, right? You know? it's, it's 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 a piece Number of dust. Six, a mysterious <laughs> orb. <laughs> um. All right. So, uh, demonic possessed human entity. Now we're getting to the good yeah. stuff. <clears throat> when an evil spirit infiltrates a living person, it controls their conscious energy. Since they are inhabiting a physical body, these ghosts have a greater have greater strength than the rest. They can move objects, hurt people, and kill as they please. They are as dangerous as demons. So we're talking like Reagan from The Exorcist and like, like, my, like my, my sister. Of, uh, yeah, yeah. let's say like my daughter. Yeah. That dude on bath salts in Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah. He ate a dude's face straight yeah. up. But I think yeah. what's what's funny about this, though, it says they, they are as dangerous as demons. Well, guess what's next? Demons. demons. Wow. These are, these are powerful supernatural beings. They can invade homes, attach themselves to objects, and inflict mental and physical torture. Yeah. These ghosts can morph into any shape. However, they are most commonly witnessed as black masses standing in doorways. Yeah, shadows. Right. It is common for multiple demons to exist in the same location because of energies that are blocking them from crossing over. These ghosts should never be challenged because they are capable of killing yeah, I've seen a lot of movies with this this particular subject, and you don't want to mess with them. Yeah, I'm messing with demons. Constantine. Yeah, Constantine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Paranormal activity is all based around a demon. Uh, it's based all around fourteen shaky of them. Cam. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll shake cam 14 of them. <laughs> um, the next one is shadow people. You can spot these ghosts out of the corner of your eye, but as soon as you turn to look at them, they will usually vanish. <laughs> usually? Yeah. What if they, like, what they just don't? I, I don't know. I don't, has anyone shadows. ever seen one? Yeah. If you, have, um, if you ever happen to see one face to face, you will notice an extremely dark void, a silhouette of a person. They could be wearing a hood or a cloak. Soon after you spot them, they can retreat into corners, through walls, into closets, into the backseat of your car, and into televisions. That could even fade into the darkness of night. So was, they could do anything. Well, I was actually joking about the car They're thing, Superman. but I just I kind of wanted to fuck with some people who may be listening to this in their car right now. Like, you know, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could be in my car. Yeah. Yeah. In I'm going to be, be driving right. Tuesday listening to this going, oh my God. <laughs> All yeah. right. So we got uh, a crowd demon. These ghosts are attracted to crowds as wow. i guess crowd the name <laughs> kind of crowd surfer demons <laughs> yeah <laughs> what is it called uh the um, the mob flash mob demons yeah yeah, yeah. They, demons all dancing to like yeah. aha it's a freaking thriller yeah. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> he's like how are you doing today cleveland open this shit up they only show up in locations that are occupied by large groups of people when they are photographed they take the form of distorted shapes okay? so like I've heard something about this, like the distorted shape. You ever see uh, like heat coming off a of concrete or gas? It gives that like uh, the yeah. vapor. Yeah, it's the vapor coming right. out. Yeah. That's what it's supposedly supposed to look like, only in like a shadow form, basically. So it's just if like that makes sense. Everyone's energy is emanating off of them. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy stuff, man. And coming out of the sewer. You mean energy? As in, like a lot of people standing around, probably creating a lot more heat than they would by themselves. Yeah, Could be. like legitimate, <laughs> legitimate kinetic energy. Yeah, right. Maybe. Right. So next one is animal ghosts. Yes. It is my ghost dog. Yes. Although they can appear as full-bodied apparitions, animal ghosts are commonly heard rather than seen. They might scratch at the door or on the walls, make scraping sounds. I can't make a scraping sound on this. <laughs> Against the floor, whine, or bark. So I actually have a story with one with this, actually. Oh, really? Oh, so, story get, time. Oh, hold on. Let's get ready for that button there, Jeff. Would you guys like to hear it? Let's do it. Okay, so this was my freshman year of college. Um, I was dating my ex at the time, and she was over. We were asleep. It was like 3 in the morning. This is already very scary, All of a sudden, yeah, right? (laughs) Trust me. That you had a girlfriend? (laughs) Are you sure this actually happened? So, uh, we're we're asleep, all right? And we both get woken up by, like, this scratching at the door. So, it was like a wooden door. So, the way my... dorm room worked it was an apartment so there was an outer door to get to the hallway then you came inside the dorm room and there was a living room a kitchen and then four bedrooms that all had their own doors okay so it was like an apartment like a four bedroom apartment and my door was locked and there was scratching at the door like like sounded like nails on a wooden door just scratching high or low low Low. Okay, so this this like low on the door, low or, on the door. or low, low sounding. Low on the door. It oh, sounded. Okay. I didn't know which one. I was trying to get a height oh, yeah. visual. Higher right. pitch scratching, low on the door. Okay. Okay. Like it sounded like it came from the bottom half of the door. Okay. And so the way what I would equate it to is like when a dog or a cat is like pawing at the door. Okay. okay. There's no animals in my dorm room though. I had three other roommates. None of them had animals, and there was no animals allowed in the dorm because there's a security guard at the door. You had to check in to get in. There's no way you, like you could sneak an animal in your like book bag if you really wanted to. But did you have an ex girlfriend before this girl? No. Okay, so it wasn't that. No, it wasn't. <laughs> She's that like, fuck him. I, I know someone's in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's in there with that bitch. <laughs> so we, I like look at her for a second, and she looks at me. And we're like, there's like. So no. it woke you both. Yes, yeah, so it woke us both. It was loud enough to wake us both up. All right. And I had there was no like 
it's, it went for about 30 seconds, probably to a minute. Like, it was constant, straight. I, I was staring at the door, like, in disbelief, like, what the hell is happening right now? Dude. Why didn't you be the man and get up and be oh, like, you know what, baby, it's okay. Let me go listen, see what the, listen, what the problem is. <laughs> he's he's like, um, it's your time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's your turn. Yeah. I got the ghost door last week. <laughs> right, right, right. right. It's your turn now. You, so, you go ahead and check this so out. So I get up, grab my guitar, flip it over, and I open the door. As you would. And I peek out, pitch black. Doors locked, no lights were on, roommate's lights were off. Nothing. It was like a Tuesday morning, so like it wasn't like there was a bunch of people there. Nothing. And to this day, I, I even wrote a note. At that time, I literally wrote a note. I said... And I put it on, on the doorway to get out to our hallway. I said, if any of you guys have an animal in here, let me know. Like, I'm not mad. I'm not going to say anything. I just want to know if you guys have an animal. If your girlfriends have an animal, anything. Okay. All three of my roommates said, no, dude, we got nothing. Like, there was no animal. Nothing so, happened. So, logically here, you do go to school in downtown Cleveland. Yes. Is it possible that maybe a, a rat? rat? I thought about that. No way. It was way too loud and too um too long and too it's it was sounded too high for a rat. Rats are you know kind of smaller. Rats get big, brother. But Those rats down there. Yeah. Those super yeah. rats, man. Super rats. Seriously, how many they get friends? Big. How many friends do you have like on your? One. Oh. So how do you know he wasn't? <laughs> That's me. Nice. <laughs> How do you know he wasn't messing with you? Because, because he knew you had a no, girl. No, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't like my roommates and I weren't like that. Like they were like we were roommates, but it wasn't like we were like close, like pull pranks and screw with each other friends. It was more like, hey man, hey, that was it. All right, so maybe there was an animal ghost yeah, in I, there. I have no idea. What oh, it could that's crazy. So uh, these go. Uh, the next one is inanimate ghosts. So these ghosts are embodied by objects rather than people. You know, like haunted items haunted things, whatever. They can take the form of ships, cars, trains, or even lamps. These ghosts create residual hauntings, which means there is no interaction between you and the ghost. Uh, which really doesn't... How do you even know there's a fucking ghost in there, then? If, if it's not... If there's no interaction. I don't understand that one. Anyway, what you are seeing is only a playback of events that have already occurred. The event is imprinted in the area because of its significance. You are not in any danger because you are not actually witnessing a ghost. You were only witnessing leftover energy. That's so, pretty broad. Like a movie. I, I don't know. This one actually, I'm not, I don't, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what you just said. It's pretty broad. Like, I No, I heard that, this explanation on um, Ghost Hunters, the, the new season of Ghost Hunters. Okay. The it's, it's like a movie. You think it's a ghost running up the stairs, but every night at 10 p.m., He's running up the stairs. It's just a replay, like a movie. But this is saying that it's air. They're go. These ghosts embodied by are embodied by objects rather than people. So it's saying it's like the ghost of ships, cars, trains, or even lamps. Well, yes, yeah, so you know you see like people have seen ghost ships that come by once right. a year. Like Titanic. Chris, like Christine. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the car Christine. Okay, that makes okay. And wait, I get it. Except Christine was trying to fucking kill people. Well, that's a little different. Yeah. you are in danger at that point. You think? But. What Chainsaw is saying, I've heard this before with the, uh, like, a tragic event happens, and it's not a ghost. Like, you can't interact with it. It's not actually a ghost, but what it is, it's, like, an event. The, the energy, like, left such an impact in in our timeline that it right. repeats itself. It's just the energy of what happened. It's, like, almost like what, like, like a playback of that moment in that person's life. Or, huh. Like, and you can, see, you can witness it. Like, it's... Okay. And then you get into, like, time continuums and all that, which is crazy. Well, there's a movie about that. What's the movie with Loki? The guy that plays Loki, um, Thor. Yeah, yeah. It was years ago. Um, no, I'll have to IMDb it. It's Tom Holland. Isn't that his name or something? Yeah, like that? it was. Uh, no, no Tom that's Holland, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. No, it's Tom. Oh, Tom Spider-Man. What's his name? Tom something. Peter Tom, Parker. Tom Segura. Stop guessing. It's not Tom Segura. He's a comedian. I don't even know. 
in the All right. So the last one. Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. All right. Let me look it up. Tom Hiddleston. So the last one on here, and this one's kind of weird. It's it's a lemur and not the little ring-tailed animal from Africa or, or the Madagascar or whatever. Yeah. These are angry ghosts who wander. They are associated with darkness, doom, and misfortune. What's up? The movie? Mm-hmm. Crimson Peak. Okay. Yeah, I, got it right and that, I got it right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That nice. movie, it was like what we're talking about where in the movie, it's in this haunted house and the family was brutally murdered. But like the same time, every night, the scene plays over and over again where they're brutally murdered. You know, like oh, okay. for like weeks okay. and weeks and weeks. So that's, I think that's what you're talking about here. Dude, I don't know. That one's got me kind of fucking whatever. So um, these lemurs, which I have to watch that movie. I've never seen it. These lemurs, not the go- or the, the animals. Again, like the ones from Madagascar? Correct, not those. Um, the reason they are so malevolent is because they had their life cut short and did not have a proper, proper burial. They might not have had family to mourn them either. So these are like pissed off ghosts who can't bridge the gap and go to where they need to go and it's not like they're wandering around going oh man i wonder what happened they're like pissed and i'm trying to think what movie it was was it house mm. where the ghost was just like mad like constantly just fucking shit up or whatever oh i don't know there's a bunch of movies like that yeah, but yeah. there are a lot all right so those were those are the these different types of ghosts and i honestly did not have any idea that there were that many yeah there is quite a bit <laughs> there's huh? quite a few what's up chainsaw i was gonna say the ghost you know the, the the guy on the the subway. Remember, oh, yeah, he was yeah. always pissed there off. There you go. He was yeah. super mad all the time, and he's yeah. the one that taught him how to use like the kinetic energy or whatever in order right. to. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Wow, knew there was a reason that we had you on here, other than taking Riley on a date. Hey, Riley. All right, so those oh. were those. So now, according to the interwebs, what are the top ten most famous ghosts? All right, Casper. Let's get there. Slimer. Is he on there? <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. The first one, we just talked about this, Bloody Mary, which we should right. totally do an entire uh, episode on Bloody Mary. Historically, the divination ritual encouraged young women to walk up a flight of stairs backwards holding a candle and a hand mirror in a darkened house. As they gazed into the mirror, they were supposed to be able to catch a view of their future husband's face. There was, however, a chance that they would see a skull or the face of the Grim Reaper instead, indicating that they were going to die before they would have a chance to marry. In the ritual of today, Bloody Mary allegedly appears to individuals or groups who ritualistically invoke her name in an act of... Catoptromacy? Riley, what the hell's that word? Catoptromancy. Thank you the C word. This is done by repeatedly chanting her name into a mirror placed in a dimly lit or candlelit room. In some traditions, the name must be repeated 13 times or some other specific number of times. The Bloody Mary apparition allegedly appears as a corpse, witch, or ghost, can be friendly or evil, and is sometimes seen covered in blood. The lore surrounding the ritual states that participants may endure the apparition screaming at them, cursing them, strangling them, stealing their soul, drinking their blood, scratching their eyes out. Good God. (laughs) Some variations of the ritual called Bloody Mary by a different name. Hell Mary and Mary Worth are popular examples. The modern legend of Hanako-san in Japan strongly parallels the Bloody Mary mythology. Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls. (laughs) (laughs) And he like comes out of the mirror. Isn't isn't Candyman kind of based on Mm -hmm. this too? Yeah, right. that's what I thought. It has to be like uh, right. I was actually thinking it as I was reading it. So number two, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Shut the front Cas- door. Sort of God, man. We're talking about the uh, the top ten 
most famous ghost. So, God, internet, you're amazing. <laughs> so Casper was created in the late 1930s by Seymour Reet and Joe Oriolo. Oriolo, there you go. Um, the former devising the idea for the character and the latter providing illustrations. Intending initially, uh, intended initially as the basis for a 1939 children's storybook, there was, at first, little interest in their idea. When Reet was away on military service during World War II before the book was released, Oriolo sold the rights to the book to Paramount Pictures' famous studios, um, their anima- uh, animation division. The Friendly Ghost, the first novel tune to feature Casper, was released by Paramount in 1945 with a few differences from the book in the cartoon adaptation. Casper is a cute ghost child with a New York accent who inhabits a haunted house. It's pretty specific. <laughs> along with a community of adult ghosts who delight in scaring the living. Casper, however, is a nonconformist among ghosts. He would prefer to make friends with people. Mm. I'm Casper, the friendly ghost, the friendliest Friendliest ghost you know. (laughs) Imagine being the guy who came up with that, though, and you go off to fight in World War II, and you come back, and your rights to your book are gone. (laughs) They got sold. Yeah, that'd be pretty shitty. (laughs) So, uh, the next one, number three. Number three. The Bell Witch. Riley, you're, you're supposed to do that every time now. Number 15. Thank you. The Bell Witch or Bell Witch Haunting is a legend from Southern American folklore centered on the 19th century Bell family of Northwest Robertson County in Tennessee. John Bell Sr., who made his living as a farmer, resided with his family along the Red River in uh, an area currently known to uh, currently near the town of Adams. According to legend from 1817 to 1821, his family in the local area came under attack by a mostly invisible entity that was able to speak, affect the physical environment, and shapeshift. Some accounts record the spirit also to have been clairvoyant and capable of crossing long distances with superhuman speed and or of being in more than one place at a time. I never even heard of the Bell Witch. Me neither, and we're on number three. Yeah, that's number three. I've never even I, heard I've that I've seen one. a documentary where the really? descendants now are trying to investigate and find out and... You know, no, to get closer to your mic is all I'm trying to say. Oh, <laughs> they're, they're, they're trying to clear the, the really clear See, the I've, family name. I've never heard of the Bell Witch before. That's crazy, and uh, uh, it actually comes uh, full circle here in a few minutes uh, in, in, in the research. And you'll, you guys will hear what I'm talking about. So, number four, the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. How is this not number Scrooge. one? Scrooge, <laughs> you know. Again, this is supposed to be yeah. So the uh, a Christmas Carol in prose, being a ghost story of Christmas. Commonly known as A Christmas Carol is a novella by Charles Dickens, first published in London by Chapman and Hall in 1843, and illustrated by John Leach. A Christmas Carol recounts the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, Uncle Scrooge, an elderly miser who was visited by the ghost of his former business partner, Jacob Marley, Marley, and the spirits of Christmas past, present, and yet to come. After their visits, Scrooge is transformed into a kindler, gentler man. Now listen, I do have to be honest. Disney's Disney Disney's A Christmas Carol. It's basically the whole story of Scrooge and uh, a Christmas, like a Christmas Carol, is one of my favorite all-time movies ever. The one with Jim Carrey? No, no, no. Disney's like the animated one with like Donald Duck and shit. Dude. Oh, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. I swear to God, it's so yeah. With Scrooge McDuck, Scrooge. That's where Uncle Scrooge actually came into play. It's so freaking amazing. I love that movie. I'm such a dork. Um, the next one, number five, The Vanishing Hitchhiker. Oh, yeah, this is one of the most famous stories of all time. Uh, Also known as the ghostly hitcher, uh, the hitchhiker disappearing hitchhiker, phantom hitchhiker. It's an urban legend in which uh, people traveling by vehicle meet with or are accompanied by a hitchhiker who subsequently vanishes without explanation, often from a moving vehicle. 
public knowledge of the story expanded greatly with the 1981 publication of Jan Harold Brunvan's nonfiction book, The Fa- uh, Vanishing Hitchhiker. In his book, Brunvan... Well, I thought that was a chick. In his book, Brunvan suggests the story of The Vanishing Hitchhiker can be traced as far back as the 1870s and has recognizable parallels in Korea... Uh, says, what is that? Sarist? Czarist. Czar, thank you. Russia, among Chinese Americans, Mormons, and uh, Ozark Mountaineers. Similar stories have been reported for centuries across the world. Like you just said, this is one of the super most. This is like a telephone game story where there's like a million different versions right. of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. So, like, a Res- Resurrection Mary is a well known Chicago area ghost story of the vanishing hitchhiker. That's the one I've heard. Yeah. I've heard of Resurre- Resurrection Mary. Mm-hmm. Man, my, my mouth is like. Duh. But then again, it always is, Um, which is a a type of, oh no, there's beer in the fridge, Um, a type of folklore that is known from many cultures. The urban legend is based outside of Resurrection Cemetery in Justice, Illinois, a few miles southwest of Chicago. How would you like to live there? I would love it. Like, where are you from, man? Justice, (laughs) Illinois. You know, we got the Resurrection Cemetery. Sounds tough, doesn't it? Yeah, but you got to say it like, Justice, Illinois. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's got to be tougher. Yeah. Yeah, and then you hear... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's your, your theme song as you walk in. Um, Resurrection Mary is considered to be Chicago's most famous ghost. Now, since the 1930s, several men driving along uh, or driving northeast along Archer Avenue between the Willowbrook Ballroom and Resurrection Cemetery have reported picking up a young female hitchhiker. This young woman is dressed somewhat formally in a white party dress and is said to have a light blonde hair and blue eyes. It just sounds like a really weird like date rape thing. Wait, what's you know a what I mean? white party dress, by the way? It's a you know it's a party dress, but it's white. I don't know. Not right. like not like she's going to a white party. That sounds racist. I'm so <laughs> she probably was. Though. It's 1930. Yeah, that's true. She probably was. Oh, that's so horrible. So um, <laughs> there are other reports that she wears a thin shawl, dancing shoes, carries a small clutch purse, and possibly that she's very quiet. When the driver nears the Resurrection Cemetery, the young woman asks to be let out. Whereupon she disappears into the cemetery. According to the Chicago Tribune, full-time ghost hunter, that's a good job to have. Also known as poor. (laughs) (laughs) Richard Crowe has collected three dozen substantiated reports of Mary from the 1930s to the present. I'm trying to think, isn't Hotel California based on something like this? That song? Doesn't that tell a whole story about a a lady that, that was a hitchhiker and they ended up at the hotel? Welcome to the hotel. I, I'm almost positive. I saw like a research that real quick. Can you look that up? Hotel California, hotel California is, a, is about, I think it's about a hitchhiker that they picked up and they went to the hotel and like all this shit happened there. Well, it's a good song. So. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome I mean, you know. to the hotel. Love that song. Actually, I'm oh, a huge yeah. fan of Eagles. They're not actually the Eagles. Oh, is it is Eagles? It's just Eagles. I watched the documentary and it, it, everyone's like, it's Eagles. Is that one of those Chris things? What? 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 Is what? Oh, the uh, Mandela's the Mandela effect. It might I be. I swear it was the Eagles. No, it's yeah. Eagles. Yeah, if you look at all their this Eagles, it's just Eagles. Yeah. Did you know that the the guitar solo in that song was voted the most famous or the best guitar solo of all time? Jesus, in really? Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, it's a great song. Joe songs. Walsh, by yeah. guitarist. Joe dude, Walsh is a legend, amazing. man. Dude, he is awesome. What's that? Uh, his one song he has that he uh, when he's off on his own doing his own thing. My Maserati does yeah. 185. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna burst everyone's bubbles. Okay, so it's not about a hitchhiker. The song is about, uh, in the words of Eagles themselves, uh, the interpretation of high life in Los Angeles, and then Henley, I guess, 
Don Henley. Don yeah. Henley. Yeah. He's the drummer slash singer. Yep. Said that the song was a journey from innocence to experience. That's it. I call bullshit. They were all high on drugs. They don't that, know what they're yeah. talking about. They were. If you watch that documentary, dude, it oh, changed yeah. my life. It absolutely did. It made me such a huge fan of them and want to do like that style of music. They used to go out and they were getting their um their their photos taken for their album at one point in time and they all just dropped a shit ton of peyote <laughs> oh, and they had like severe all of them had these huge like existential cri- not crisis but like openings like they were like dude it was a you know what I mean like I, I just thought that was awesome I'll tell you what man from a musician standpoint you watch that documentary and when they're backstage doing their warm ups their harmonies like their acapella harmonies could destroy Boys to Men I, knew, I know Boys to Men is like the acapella harmony group. Right. Ridiculous. You hear these guys in this documentary, man. Because, and the thing is, back then, there wasn't fucking auto-tune. No. There wasn't any of that shit. These guys had to play their instruments. These guys had to be amazing. And they were amazing. Like, they were just... Yeah. You've got to watch that. Was that on Netflix? It was. I don't There's know if it still is or not. Prime video, I think. Yeah, so if you listeners out there, if you're, if you're not familiar with Eagles, which everyone thinks is the band, The Eagles. The Eagles. Yeah, it's Eagles. Um, it's not a Mandela effect, I promise. Um, or maybe it is. I don't know. But anyway, go watch the documentary. It's freaking amazing. We uh, just lost um, Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry recently. Right, yeah. You know, which really sucks because he's basically started that band. Yeah. You know, like watch it. It'll it'll inspire you or at least educate you on the shit or whatever. All right. So number six. Number six. <laughs> number six. Number fifteen. There it is. We got to get that sound bite. What is in. it? Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> number fifteen. Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> the last thing you'd want in your Burger King burger is somebody else's foot fungus. But it turns out it might be exactly what you get. <laughs> don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. All right, so Chainsaw, if you don't know, there's literally a guy, a young kid, who does like right? top top ten. Lists. He does like top I've ten. Seen, oh, I've you've seen it? it? I've he seen it. Talks oh, yeah. exactly like it's. it's I know he's. I just want to just punch him right yes. through the screen. Yes. Just, yep. just. Do you right. think he talks like that in real right. life? Like a doctor yep. comes in, like we have to have a talk. We found something bad in your scan results. Hey, like, but what uh, is it? Is it bad? <laughs> Let, let me let me say this real quick. If you are a fan and listening, we're just joking. No, no, we're not. No, I think that we. Yeah, yeah. Hold on a second. Be. If you're a fan and listening, then you should know that we're not fucking joking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should know this already. You know that we are very judgmental, and we will tell you exactly how we feel. If you don't feel the same way, then we don't have to agree on things. That's right. That's it. We yep. don't have to agree. We can agree you know? to disagree. Agree to disagree. I just think that dudes. A- Turd. That's all. <laughs> so anyway, Madame Lalori is number six. It is said that this lady, as well as her husband, were a pair of very cruel serial killers who tortured and murdered more than 100 slaves inside their residence in the 19th century. After the discovery of their crimes was made, they fled away, never to be seen again. But the ghost of Delphine Lalori must have returned to the scene of the killings as she was seen by many subsequent owners of the place. No one kept the beautiful old house for long because of the sightings. Um, of or the terrifying sounds or the sightings of the slaves or like there was just a bunch of shit that went down there um, a bunch of uh, and other scary happenings that started soon after the disappearance of the evil couple uh, Marie Delphine McCarty or McCarthy because it's back in the 17 whatever um, late 1700s early 1800s more commonly known as Madame Blanc Blanc Madame which would be white correct Blanc is that Blanca? Blanc, yeah. Until her third marriage, when she became known as Madame Lalori, was a New Orleans Creole Creole socialite. Nolens. She liked that gumbo, boy. Ooh, ooh, wee. Y'all come down to Nolens. They took their jobs. Yeah, that nigga come down there. I got no, a script no. boat. You want to have some crib? Uh, y'all like that, y'all? Yeah, like that, y'all? Yeah, you got a lot like that, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> 
and a serial killer who tortured and murdered slaves in her household. All right. We're Born. sorry to our New Orleans listeners, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the worst. We're, we're trying to be offensive. Old we're just, Creole yeah, We're, we're uh, just accent. trying to be one with you. Right, know? right. Part of your group. One with the Creole. Right. So uh, number seven, the White Witch of Rose Hall. Number 15. <laughs> It's never going to get old. <laughs> it's amazing. According to the legend, the spirit of Annie Palmer haunts the grounds of Rose Hall Plantation near Montego Bay. The story states that she was born in Haiti to an English mother and Irish father and spent most of her life in Haiti. When her parents died of yellow fever, she was adopted by a nanny who taught her witchcraft and voodoo. Hey, real quick. Voodoo. What is yellow fever? Uh, is that kind of like chicken pox back in the day? Did anybody know? I think it's similar to that. I'm not 100 percent sure. Is it like a jaundice thing? That's why they call it yellow. Like you turn. No, you just really, really, really love the color yellow. Yellow fever, a viral infection (laughs) spread by a particular species of mosquito. A yellow fever is spread by a species of mosquito common to areas of Africa and South America. Vaccination is recommended before traveling to certain areas. You have to do this yeah. for now on. No. You just you that's shot that's yourself that's in the foot, that's dude. That's yes, fantastic. that is. You have to do yeah. that from now on. Um, so Damn it. So it's a bird, bird flu. Right? So it's like a malaria. No, it's like malaria. It's yeah. similar to malaria. Uh, it is extremely rare. Only a thou- in the U.S. Only a thousand cases per year. Fewer than. Uh, treatment. There you Let's go. See. So that's what yellow fever is. All yeah, right. it's a disease that... Either that or you just really like the color yellow. Ch- it mm-hmm. includes fever, chills, headache, backache, muscle aches, and uh, about 15% who get yellow fever develop serious illness that can lead to bleeding, shock, organ failure, and sometimes death. Sounds Ooh. like a good time, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, no. Party. <laughs> so she moved down to Jamaica and married John Palmer, owner of Rose Hall Plantation. Annie murdered Palmer along with two subsequent husbands and numerous male plantation slaves, later being murdered herself by a slave named Taku. A song about the legend called The Ballad of Annie Palmer was recorded by Johnny Cash, my man, the man in black. Nice. For many years, Cash owned the nearby Cinnamon Hill Great uh, House. Great House? I don't know who put Exa in there. <laughs> I'm reading, I'm, how's, how's Exa? It's literally, it's just so, if you guys don't know out there, um, which I'm sure you do if you watch our YouTube videos, I, I read... Um, all of the information because I go through and I do research and stuff but everyone has access to be able to like you know make edits and stuff like that it's literally like I was Ron fucking Bur- Burgundy in here and if you put something in there I don't even pay attention <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> great house that's how now brown okay so uh, next one we are on number uh, number eight Mary Laveau <laughs> so this one's Mary Laveau Okay. <laughs> yeah, Riley. Where are you at on that one? I don't speak that French, man. <laughs> so this one's actually really cool. Now, for all you people out there that may have watched, uh, what's that show? Um, American American Horror, Horror Story. Story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Mary Laveau, um, she's part of that. She was actually, uh, who played her part in that? Uh, Kathy Bates? I'm actually watching that right now. It's Kathy Bates, right? We're on that season right yeah, now. Yeah. Okay, yep. so Kathy Bates was Marie, Marie Laveau, right? Yep. Right? You're pointing at me. No, the character, the the person two back. What was it? The woman two back, three back. Uh, the white any uh, the, 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 the white witch of Rose Hall. No. Uh, the, 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 oh my god, From Madame Lalaurie. Yes, she was in the, the. Her character was in there, and I believe that one was the one because Kathy Bates was the one that was torturing and killing all the, the slaves, slaves in her yeah. attic. 
Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys have seen that, and, then maybe you guys uh, know who we're talking about. Who was? Oh, I um, I can't remember the woman's name that pay that plays Laveau. Uh, da, 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 what the, is her name? She played Tina, the, Tina Turner. Yeah. 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 Um, what is her name? You. you have every, Angela Bassett. Yes, yes. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's, she's a very pretty lady. Very pretty lady. So the famous voodoo queen of Nolens is said to be haunting her burial place right. in the shape of a cat with burning eyes, which is wandering around the cemetery. If you see it, then there is no doubt that you will be cursed forever. Sam Socks? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Sam Socks. Why sounds like we, we need to hook Sam Socks up. Why did, oh. <laughs> why did we Sam look for this when we were in New Orleans? Right, we were in New Orleans. We, I don't think we knew about it. However, this is only one of the stories about the ghost of Marie Laveau. Another famous folklore tale is that the voodoo queen is helping the needy to see their wishes come true. And all and all one needs to do is knock three times on her tomb and then ask for help. I need a baby. <laughs> I need some money. Help. <laughs> After she had helped the person or, she, um, or, or he or she should bring a gift and leave it in front of her tomb. In 1982, New Jersey-based punk rock group, The Misfits, were arrested and accused of attempting to exhume Laveau from her grave after a local Jesus. concert. <laughs> How awesome is that? That's wow. punk rock right there. That's so wow. punk rock. That's so punk See, rock. Yeah, See punk we could have done that, but we didn't know about this then. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. All right. Um, Number nine. The brown lady. <laughs> As we know from our own train ride, episode 17 of season one, the brown lady is the ghost of Lady Dorothy Townsend, the wife of Charles Townsend, uh, Viscount of Raynham. She seems to be haunting her own former her former home, Raynham Hall in Norfolk um, in England. She was locked up by her husband in an area of the manor for her entire life. The picture of her of her ghost is claimed to be the very first photograph of a ghost and is considered to be one of the most famous in the world. And of course, as we know, hold Number- on, real, real quick, before you do this, I know uh, Riley's like, he's geared up on this right now. <laughs> this next one is pretty awesome, but this is also going to bring back something. So go ahead. Next. Number 10. The ghost of the whole white house. <laughs> Good job. Did you Good say- job. Did you <laughs> say the whole house? The whole house. <laughs> Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. Ghost of the whole house. Dude, he was so excited. I was there, he, was like, he was like geared up for it. Yeah. Oh Halfway my god. My brain went, wait. Okay, wait. All, right. All right, hold on. Hold on. Deleted and go. Number 10. The ghost of the White House. <laughs> right, so this is the ghost of the White House. As we all know, the White House is where you know our US president lives and resides. It's at uh, what is it, six or sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. Avenue, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the White House is not only one of the most famous residences in the world, it is also one of the most haunted ones. The most famous spirit who regularly visits this uh, the place is that of Abraham Lincoln, which I'm a huge fan of, even though he did some kind of dumb shit and, you know, back in the time, like Abraham Lincoln, he... he, he, he was a wrestler? Dude, apparently he was a beast. He was a great wrestler. Yeah. He was a vampire hunter. Dude, yes. we talked about that. Yes, I love was. that movie. <laughs> But he is a, he was a beast. I guess he was like so strong, like they they claim. And again, you know how things are. That he could literally take other men and just like pick them up and throw them over his shoulder. Well, he was tall, Jesus. But he was just a beast. Yeah. Like like he was just a badass, tough dude. So um, Abraham Lincoln is amazing. So and he wore a dope hat. Yeah. He made that hat popular. Uh, he was a man who strongly believed in such things. So he, he you know he was awesome and loved that stuff. And his wife was a huge. She was really into um, cheating on him. No. She did. Um, spiritualism. I'm sure she probably did. It was pretty famous, actually. Yeah. 
She probably did. And that's why a lot of their kids died. Yeah. Oh, Karma. Yeah. Oh, man, Jesus. God, stop it. History is dark, my friends. It's getting what dark. A way to bring it down. Yeah. So other ghosts include David Burns, who sold the government most of the land on which the city of Washington, including the presidential residence, was built. Um, two of the for- and uh, two of the former first ladies, Dolly Madison, wife of James Madison, and Abigail Adams, wife of President John Adams, as well as Presidents Harry S. Truman and Andrew Jackson, who, ironically, Jackson is said to have do- uh, done some of his own ghost ghost hunting on the Bell Witch. So we just talked about the That's Bell Witch earlier before he became president. Andrew That's Jackson cool. was a batshit crazy man. If I'm not mistaken, isn't he also the one too that funded the guy to uh, go in uh, to Antarctica? To I'm I'm almost positive. Check this out. If I'm not mistaken, he helped fund and get Congress to fund this dude who claimed that there were people living in Antarctica in the center of the Earth, and he wanted to go and create trade with them. That You're sounds like Andrew me. Jackson. This is a literal wow. thing. Andrew happened. Jackson was extremely racist, and he <coughs> pretty much was, you know, the reason, like, the Trail of Tears from Florida. He, like, fought a war against all the Native Americans there and then sent them all walking from Florida to Oklahoma. Right, yeah. And, like, thousands of them died. Well, this dude also beat a man so that he, the guy tried to shoot him, like, tried to kill him. Like a he was in a bunch of duels back well, in the day. Yeah, he won a bunch of duels, and, well, because he lived, obviously, but right. he, my favorite story of him is that he was in he almost got assassinated a dude went to shoot him and his pistol locked up it didn't shoot and andrew jackson nearly beat him to death with his cane to the point where the people around him had to pull him off the guy so this dude's like 70 years old president just beating the fuck out of a dude with a cane now that you have trello let's do one on andrew jackson, <laughs> andrew jackson. we should totally run a, a train on andrew jackson i think that'd be freaking amazing so yeah he uh so so basically at the the white house it's apparently haunted and apparently a lot of uh, people who work there claim to have heard and seen things a lot of people who um are higher up in the government have claimed to hear things and like haunted cigars in the oval office like (laughs) (laughs) ones that smell weird the interns have seen them (laughs) oh like the ectoplasm stain on her dress (laughs) yeah how'd that get there Oh no! I just shot myself in the back of the head. Um, <laughs> it's a suicide. Yeah, 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 yeah. I tripped. <laughs> yeah. I'll do a gun. All right. So I tell you what, we're going to be doing some listener uh, ghost stories coming up here in a second. But in the meantime, I'm pretty sure we have a new song from our man. So this, Isaiah, this is just in, and I have a feeling this is going to hit the Hot 100 real quick. Yeah. Yeah. You guys be the judge. Check this out. All right. Well, you guys check out the Isaiah and the Midnight Riders and their song. Uh, well, what's the song called again? Nothing but a treat thing. Yeah. It, I remember I told him I needed something about Halloween candy, like yeah. trick or treating. So yeah. let's let's see what he what he came to bat with. All right. Cool. We'll be right back, guys. You check out Isaiah. Confections are confections, so just put them in my hand. From a young kid's perspective. 
respect him And with homie dick it ain't even my parents say they gotta inspect him You never know they could be caring for me and joking with me And at the same time take it from me Now you know I ain't that dumb lieutenant Ain't no candy bad enough to get hurt while I'm up spinning Yeah, and that's really the warhead's force and spree And now you trick or trick folks know how I feel Well if it's good enough to break me off a chocolate chunk I'll take a small piece of some of that Nestle's crunch It's like chicken, like chicken, like chicken uh. It's like chicken, like chicken, like chicken uh. It's like chicken, like chicken, like chicken uh. I'm gonna run these streets like a fan We don't creep with never sleeping, always treat But I damn near got caught Cause my mother knows I'm eating Now it's time for me to take my sack and bail I sit back, relax, and loosen a notch on my belt Never had a sugar high like this before With a producing so much candy I let myself go On the same touch with the fun dip that I miss You know and I know I'm all about all of this This candy is perfection, this inspection Can you have some? Nope, and I hope I don't choke If I do, it's worth it too Because trick or treat is what I came here to do It's like trick or like treating like trick it's like trickin', like trickin', like trickin', it's like trick And who gives a heck about s'mores, that be me I love that sweet marshmallow Getting a fat ass with a diabetic gangster lean Getting funky on the couch like an old batch of Boston bean It's the capital H, oh hey, the take on L I don't know how to spell what the what am I doing? Eating rice jets when it's time to eat it right. Milky Ways and Toblerone when I go to bed at night. Yeah, and I won't quit. I think I'm in the mood for another one of those King Twigs. So hey, what's up, Isaiah? You gotta give me what I want. What's that, buddy? You gotta break them off softly. Uh, okay. And it's gonna be awesome. Get in my stomach. It's when it takes place. No one asks for your attention. Sucking on a jaw breaker, but I ain't flinching. Some of the funky stuff that's making my tummy kind of rumble. When I'm on the prowl, like a cookie. I like cookies. Try to get closer and you'll probably get smacked. My pumpkin stuff for candy never leaves inside my sack. Never let it happen just to grab them, then I stab them. But if you got some money, then I'll probably let you have some. And I'm gonna continue to keep the trick on, put the treat on. And when I'm done with it, I'll probably watch Smackdown. Yeah, and I won't stop. I told you I'm just like a beast when I trick and I treat. But I'm getting sick, I feel sick, or you can have it. I think I'm going to puke, and there's so much left to eat. Oh, yeah, I'm done. I don't think I can do this forever. And then as I fall asleep, I say, Yeah, next year. It's like tricking, like treating, like tricking. It's like tricking, like treating, like tricking. It's like trick. And why did I eat all of those? So just wait till the next trick or treat. That's right, everybody out there. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to Isaiah. We really, really do this. These midnight riders and me, we really appreciate it. And you all have a safe house and happy Halloween, okay? All right, now. We'll see you soon. Right, so that was Isaiah and the Midnight Riders with um, nothing but a treat thing. I'll tell you right now, I'm no like record producer. But yeah, that is going to be a hit. It, to be honest, dude, I, I do. I, I liked it. I, I thought it was great. Was probably the most impressive thing. I actually feel like amateur now with my sound effects and whatnot. You it was know, pretty good. Like that was really good. It was pretty good. I, I thought I, I wasted my time working with you guys. You yeah, know, I could have been working with him. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure you should. Maybe reach out to him. Should I shoot him an email for next week's uh, song? Well, what do you think? well, we haven't talked about what next week's episode All right, we'll is we'll get yet. it at the end of the show at the end of the show yeah. we'll shoot him an email and we'll let him know i mean because we don't want to let the listeners know too soon yeah 
because as I said, on social media, and of course you can find us at all the most beautiful and just angelic of social media sites like Facebook, Instagiggle, Snapper Chat, Snapper Chat, Tweeter, <laughs> the Tweeter, the Tweets. Anyway, it, you guys literally can just anywhere you want to listen to us or, you know, whatever. You just Insta tell Kilo. people. Yeah, yeah. So listen, we do have an actual ghost story that was sent over to us by one of our listeners. Her name is Christina Skelton. And um, I'm going to have uh, Riley do this one. So, Riley, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here it goes. All right. So, let me start by saying it's my area of expertise. I run a very large group on here all about the paranormal. I also love to go to supposedly haunted spots and investigate or try and prove or disprove so-called haunted spots with my sister and close friends of ours. We have been to a few places here in New Jersey where I live and a few in Pennsylvania, which is close by. Now, let me say... I'm a skeptical person, skeptical believer. Of the places I have been, there's only one that I ever felt anything or heard and saw anything at. The place is Penhurst Asylum in Pennsylvania. By the way, I won tickets for a night to investigate this place at a paranormal convention. So while there, we heard the creepiest growling noises, the occasional deep breath and low voices. One which said, get out. But the creepiest thing was what we got on camera and didn't know about until I went through my photos days later. I'll share them here with you and you can compare them and judge for yourself. I don't know what it is in mine, but it looks like something or whatever is peeking around the corner with a hat on its head. That's my explanation. I don't know who or what, but it's there. P.S. I've never experienced anything like it before or since. I am one to totally call out a lot of pictures of so-called ghosts as bullshit, but I took this one myself and can't explain it, so I don't know. All right, and so now attached our pictures. So we actually, I actually put the pictures in here so we can look at this. And she sent these over. Um, if you go to the very bottom picture, um, with like a, it's more lit. Can you see that, Jeff? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. So that's the hallway she was talking about, and you can look down there, and it doesn't, it doesn't, it looks like some doors. That's it. There's a couple of doors and stuff. But if you scroll up there, and if you look on the on the left and right, you can see what literally looks. Like something with a hat or something peeking around the corner right there. Yeah. Where? Yeah, and, I, I see it. And yeah, here, to the right. Here no, it's okay. Come over here, chainsaw. Here, you can use my phone. Here yeah. See, I wish we had a way to like throw it up on the freaking yeah. thing over there. We got to figure that out. Um. So anyway, she says that. So if you scroll again, scroll down and you look. There's nothing to the right. You can see the little black thing right there on the bottom, and it looks like just another door. Yeah. But when you look at the actual photos. It looks like there's something kind of like... It looks like, like the shadow thing we talked about. Yeah, it like looks like something crawling peeking up the wall out. And this is an actual picture she took, too. Like, she sent That's kind of creepy, man. It is creepy. I'm not, I'm not even lying. As I was doing the research on this, it was like late at night, and I'm looking at this going, God damn it. Yeah, Christina, <laughs> th- yeah. Th- thanks a lot for yeah. scaring the bejesus out thanks of us. Thanks for the nightmares! No, what, I'm not going to sleep. Johnny was up all night. I don't... Here, Riley, um, come around really this side. I, I got it blown up real big right yeah, here. Let me see. I'm yeah, yeah, come on over on this side. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Christina is also the one that won what? this week's uh, review. Nice. Yeah, so you know, I'm pretty sure that's her. So congratulations. All right, so I'm showing Riley right now. If you guys can watch oh, us on uh, YouTube. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's too yeah. small. So this is uh, the actual um, hallway. hallway. Yeah. And if you roll up here, right there, okay. it looks like something peeking out. Like its like, hand is on the wall. Yeah, right. right. Told, look, you see fingers. Yeah, dude. Right, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying, yeah. dude. Like how? That's fucking creepy. <laughs> that's gotta be tall too. That's gotta be like, like, like. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of? If Isn't you that s- creepy? Yeah. Go down to the bottom picture. Yeah. Does that not look like Drew's practice spot? It does a little bit. Yeah. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw this. I yeah. was like, oh man. So Christina, thank you so much for your story. Um, that is 
pretty crazy shit, uh, especially considering like you actually sent pictures. And uh, you know, normally I'm one like, okay, yeah, that really happened. But I'm looking at this right now, and it looks like <laughs> it yeah. looks like a fucking hand. Thanks, Christina. I'm yeah, not reaching sleep around. We should post that up on the uh, the website. Yeah, yeah. So I'll definitely I'll it. definitely do that. So we'll put that up there. So nice job. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. And thank you again, Christina. You're awesome. Um, all right. So let's talk about the science behind ghosts. Science. Okay. <laughs> she blinded me with science. The, science. the best ink of this album, I will say. Science was the science. best ink. Fungus I, I, Among Us? I, no, science no, was better. Science is better. Yeah, science was better than fungus. I agree. And all the other ones since then, nah, not bad, but science was the best. Because they were like showing certain off that they could do it. Green. Oh, yeah. yeah. Certain Shade of Green was such a great song. Ugh. I'm a little older than that. Yeah. Lawrence Welk. It's kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking old is what I'm saying. Anyway, Chainsaw, it's so nice to have you here, buddy. It is. It really is. So nice to see you. You're welcome. So let's talk about the science behind us. The overwhelming consensus of science is that ghosts do not exist. Their existence is impossible to falsify, and ghost hunting has been classified as pseudoscience, which is our favorite type of science, to be honest with you. Um, Despite centuries of investigation, there is no scientific evidence that any location is inhabited by spirits. Of the dead. Does impossible to fall? Oh my god, I must have had an accent there. Does impossible to falsify mean that, like, you can't pr- disprove it? Like, is that what it's saying there? Uh, yeah, I would assume so. Like, so, like, when people go, ghosts are real, and you go, no, they're not, and they go, we'll prove they're not. Right. <coughs> that's, 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 exactly. You really can't. You can't do that. And uh, as we'll talk about this here. So, um, Research has indicated that ghost sightings may be related to degenerative brain diseases such as Alzheimer's. Here we go again. Yeah. Historically, certain toxic and psychoactive plants such as Datura and Hyosiamus niger. Oof. Well done. Uh, yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. I appreciate you. I'm really offended right now. Yeah. No, no, it, you read that wrong. Um, <laughs> whose use has long been associated with necromancy in the underworld have been shown to contain anti-colinergic? Anti-colinergic. Anticholinergic. Right. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, Compounds inhibiting the uh, uh, the physiological action of oh god, these fucking words. Acet- <laughs> ac- Acetylcholine. Acetylcholine. That's what I said. You didn't let me say it first. A compound which occurs throughout the nervous system, in which it functions as a neurotransmitter that are pharmacologically linked to dementia, as well as uh, hist- histologically histological. <laughs> This is a, why did you? I hate science. Would you like me to read this section? No. You got it. Yeah, I got it. All right. Histological patterns of neurodegeneration. Older reports linked carbon monoxide poisoning to ghost-like hallucinations. That makes sense to me. Correct. Because carbon monoxide pretty much is just asphyxiation. You just start to. Ch- and in older houses, right. yeah. you know that's now why they have yeah they have carbon monoxide detectors right. now because older houses that shit was everywhere. And when you start to like like when you're asphyxiating, you you like start to see, your vision starts to like blur and. Blackout. You, you hallucinate. Yeah. You hallucinate. Yeah. Time yeah. out. Time out. Uh oh. How do you know about asphyxiation? Asphyxiation. 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 Is this something you've experimented with? Uh oh. Uh, Sexual asphyxiation. Uh, Autoerotic asphyxiation. Auto- yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that and what that means, folks, if you don't know what that is, that's a very that's, dangerous game. To that's play. A, yeah. That's something that you probably shouldn't do because uh, multiple people have passed away from that. But apparently, you tie a rope around your neck or some or sort of a device or tie, or whatever, and then you, you choke yourself out while you are pleasuring yourself. David Carradine. Right before yeah. David Carradine right died before, that way. Yeah. Right before the climax. Right. You're supposed to 
release the tension in your neck. Yeah. How do you know so much about this? Because I watched the South Park episode. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah, David Carradine, David Carradine, he passed away from it. And uh, as well, excuse me, as the singer from NXS, he passed away from that. Right. Yeah. Didn't they think Chris Cornell did that too? There was some sort of, yeah, there was some sort of a whatever in there. And in fact, um, what is his name? Uh, There was a serial killer who was just that's all he did he was a very famous serial killer and i can't uh, for some reason really? i'm losing my mind but that he was like that's all he ever did he was just Ooh. just choking himself off and then choking himself off you know what yeah, i mean I oh you know God. i guess they couldn't tell if they were coming or going you know what i'm saying <laughs> ladies and gentlemen he is he is available for a date for halloween currently i don't want to take him anymore <laughs> and just so everyone out there is uh understanding this i didn't edit anything that was literal that was silence. silence that was literal yeah. silence yeah. Crowd, yeah what is his name though he was he was a serial killer uh, oh the beat uh btk oh dennis really dennis raider B- btk was like all into that dude in fact he was in btk is actually in the new c uh episode season, season of mind hunter right yeah that guy that's like you know choking himself off in the bathroom right, and stuff yeah. like that that's btk oh wow yeah so if people don't know who btk is he is a horrible human being that killed a lot of people in really sadistic ways and fuck that guy that's it it's kind of so, hard to bring yeah. the dark to light on that huh no yeah you can't really do a yeah. whole lot of that one yeah but you know well, you can you can just say fuck him that, that's how i do it all right yeah that's how Fair i deal with things all right so what are some other scientific reasons for ghost sightings one Riley, where are you at on this dude number one <laughs> number one Electromagnetic fields. (laughs) For decades, a Canadian neuroscientist named Michael Persinger has been studying the effects of electromagnetic fields on people's perceptions of ghosts, hypothesizing that pulsed magnetic fields imperceptible (laughs) on a conscious level can make people feel as if there is a presence in the room with them by causing unusual activity patterns in the brain's temporal lobes. Persinger has studied people in his lab wearing a so-called God helmet. That looks like Magneto's helmet. (laughs) Finding that certain patterns of weak magnetic fields over someone's head for about 15 to 30 minutes can create the perception that there's an invisible presence in the room. So that's that one. That's interesting. Right. Does it just throw off your like extra sensory? I would, I would assume that it, it probably, you know, being subjected to that kind of like, you know, uh, electromagnetic fields can probably like, you know, mess you up. Because do magnets are, I mean, it's electromagnetic, you know? Well, you know, you ever been in like a room? It's like someone anti-gravity, walked, baby. Someone walked in. We're in a room now. Well, you guys, y'all, y'all ever been in a room? <laughs> no. <laughs> never been. No, nope, never been there. So, like, you, and someone walks in and you can like feel that they're there behind yeah. you without actually like turning around and hearing them. Mm-hmm. Like, any yeah. of your actual. I feel like that is an electromagnetic sensitivity, or like you can sense there the shifting in like the room. Right. So I'm oh, wondering yeah. if like when you put that stupid giant magnet helmet on for a half hour, if it like starts to trick your brain into like that feeling. It's very possible. Apparently, that's, that's what this guy point. is trying to figure out. Yeah, possibly. All right. So next one. Number two. Infrasound. <laughs> Infrasound. Infrasound is sound at levels so low humans can't hear it, like the brown note. I, that's what I'm thinking every time I hear it. Though animals like elephants and stuff like that can. Low frequency vibrations can cause distinct physiological discomfort. Scientists studying the effect of wind turbines and traffic noise near residencies have found that low frequency noise can cause disorientation, feelings of panic, changes in heart rate and blood pressure, and other effects that could easily be associated with being visited by a ghost. 
For instance, in a 1998 paper on natural causes of hauntings, engineer Vic Tandy describes working for a... <laughs> Vic Tandy! Hey, Vic Tandy, yeah? Hey, I'm Vic Tandy! You need some infrasound? Anyway. Let me get my toolbox. He describes working for a medical equipment manufacturer whose labs included a reportedly haunted room. Whenever Tandy worked in this particular lab, he felt depressed and uncomfortable, often hearing hearing and seeing odd things, including an apparition that definitely looked like a ghost. Eventually, he discovered that the room was home to a 19 hertz standing wave coming from a fan, which was sending out the inaudible vibrations that caused the disorienting effects. Further studies also showed links between infrasound and bizarre sensations like getting chills down their spine and feeling uneasy. But I could see that, though. I mean, it's it, they're basically just radio waves or whatever, and they're they're going at such a, a low, you know, because how waves move and, and a stuff. constant, too. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. I, I'm sure they could disrupt you physically, for sure, you know? Now, I'm wondering if um, that comes from, like, an evolutionary adaptation, like maybe back when we were all hunters and gatherers, like, lions and tigers had, like, maybe, like, a low growl, and our bodies were trying to, like, be very sensitive to that. No, it was aliens. Okay, Jeff. <laughs> I don't even need to comment because I know it was aliens. <laughs> Bob right. Lazar told me it was aliens. Yeah, Bob, right. Lazar. Bob, Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. All right, next up. Number three. <laughs> Shane Rogers, an engineering professor at Clarkson University, has spent the past few months touring uh, reportedly haunted locations looking for not-so-paranormal activity, a.k.a. mold growth. Preliminary research indicates that some molds can cause symptoms that sound pretty ghostly, like irrational fear and dementia. Uh, He's quoted as saying, I've watched a lot of ghost shows, and he began to wonder if there's some kind of link here, which we might be able to explain why people are having these feelings. So far in the data collection process, it's hard to say whether that's a contributing factor or not, but anecdotally, we are seeing these toxic molds exist in places that are quote-unquote haunted. Yeah, because it fucks you up. Right, that makes sense. Right. You, you hear old buildings. Yeah. Black know. mold. Yeah, black mold. They're playing at the Agora, too. <laughs> Wait, what was, it, what was it after? It was, um, what was the other band that's playing that night? The geriatric metal band? Hello, you're supposed to help me out here. <laughs> I'm looking for anything right now, please. Welcome, Chainsaw. Jeff, this please. Is, this is what I'm, I'm, I can't think of it. Jeff, look I'm, at me. I'm retracing my steps. <laughs> He's like in desperation. Jeff, right give now. me like, something here, man. <laughs> All right, the next one we got coming up. Number four, carbon monoxide poisoning. Right. In 1921, a doctor named W.H. Wilmer published an odd story about a haunted house in the American Journal of Ophthalmology. The family who lived in this haunted residence called the uh, H family... The H family, the H, I don't know, that's weird. Um, in the medical, uh, oh, they're called the H family. In the medical uh, literature, began experiencing weird phenomena when they moved into an old house, hearing furniture moving around and strange voices in the night, feeling the presence of invisible, invisible specters, and so on. They report being held down in a bed by ghosts, Uh-oh. feeling weak, and more. As it turned out, a faulty furnace was filling their house with carbon monoxide, causing oral and visual hallucinations. Hallucina- hallucina- I fucking quit. Hallucinations. The furnace was fixed, and the H family went back to their lives without the ghosts. So your furnace goes bad, and the ghosts rape you, essentially. Pretty much. Yeah. What That's was that? why what, HVAC what? is important, ladies what? and gentlemen. <laughs> but what if the ghosts fucked up the furnace as a diversion? Right. What I was like that it. movie back that, in? Good. Was it? I think in the eighties, where the woman moves into this house and she was getting raped by a ghost. ghost. Gremlins. 
Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I don't know. Whose phone is on? Whose phone is on uh, in this fucking place right now? Amateurs. Oh, Jesus Man. Christ. That's it, Chainsaw. You are smelly pirate hooker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what movie you're talking about, but being raped by a ghost? Yeah, she was, I don't know, ask your listeners to look it up. Yeah, 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 I don't know. Riley, like, look it up real quick. Riley's After you say this next anything. one. Number five, heresy. Hearsay. <laughs> I was about to say, that's not the right word. In a 2014 study, Goldsmiths University of London psychologists had participants watch a video of a psychic supposedly bending a metal key with his mind. The Matrix. <laughs> Keanu! Well, Yuri Geller is, uh, I don't know if you know, he was an old uh, German guy back in the day that'd be able to bend spoons and shit, and he yeah. became super freaking famous. Yeah. In one condition, study subjects watched the video with a participant who was actually working with the researchers and professed to see the key bending. Okay, so this guy was, he's like in there to basically blow smoke up their ass. He's like, oh my God, I see it, you know, but he's part of the, he's paid to be there. Um, those subjects who were more likely to report that they saw the key bend than subjects who were paired with someone who asserted that the key didn't bend or said nothing, one person's account can influence another person's memory. Uh, study co-author Christopher French tells Mental, I don't know, whatever that is. Mental Floss the magazine. Okay, some magazine. If someone else confidently asserts that they saw a the ghost it might influence a fellow eyewitness to believe they saw it too especially if you're easily um um manipulated you know so you think they had like you know for like a birthday party instead of having a clown they invited the spoon guy and his sidekick comes with them you know and he gets in the living room he's like gather around gather around fetch me a spoon and like he gives him a spoon and like he holds it up in the air and does nothing and the, his psychic's like it bent it bent and everyone's like oh my god it did bend I'm sure that probably it's snake oil yeah. of course it yeah. is they're snake oil salesmen and salesmen that's what they used to do back in the day so by the way that movie is called The Entity yeah ah, that was it that okay. was it. who is in thank that? you The Entity your mom was <laughs> yeah The Entity uh, Ron Silver don't, uh, don't know him Barbara Hershey Barbara Hershey don't know it um, David something or other. what year this sounds like it's 70s 82 82 okay alright it's older for sure what's it rated Chainsaw you R. were still like what 40 45 at the time no, 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 I'm <laughs> you. nice alright I was 38 <laughs> next up <laughs> number 6 we want to believe got the excitement the anticipation <laughs> for that one was so audible like when you go back and hear that it's like <laughs> number six <laughs> he's eating something he had to swallow it first he's no, chewing no, on skittles he's man. always chewing on skittles when he's in here or some kind of candy all right so we want to believe there is a motivation motivational side to belief in ghosts uh french explains the guy from the earlier one we all want to believe in life after death the idea of our mortality is one we are not generally comfortable with Confirmation bias holds powerful sway over our perceptions. We find it much easier to believe evidence for something we want to believe in anyway, which makes sense. A lot of people, you know, you want to believe in something, so you you pretty much take every little... A.K.A. religion? A.K.A. aliens. You know what I mean? Like, you, you sit there and you, you take every little infinitesimal thing that could potentially lean towards it and you're like oh there it is that's it that's my proof right there and then they're like no what are you talking about it's not proof yeah well, tell me i'm wrong yeah. again you can't you can't really say that they're wrong you know so you're trying to tell me that little people are not leprechauns um wait <laughs> now see that was good timing all right on the other side of the paranormal coin 
Um, when a person dies, only his gross body ceases to exist. Why is it gross? Because he's dead. I mean... Ew, gross. <laughs> his subtle body, consisting of the subconscious mind, intellect, ego, soul, and, you know, basically whatever, minus your actual body. So your 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 soul, your... Uh, essence. Essence, thank you. I was looking for that freaking word. However, continues to exist and moves on to the other regions of the universe. Uh, you can, uh, you know, refer to all this stuff, and it's called the subtle body. Huh. It's the supra-casual or the subtle ego, which is the feeling that we are separate from God. The casual body or the intellect, which is the decision-making process and reasoning ability. The soul, also known as the God with each, each, within each one of us. The mental body or the mind, which is our feelings, emotions, and desires. The vital body, which holds the life-sustaining energy of the body. And the physical body, which is made up of our five senses. Touch, taste, touch, touch, I said touch, <laughs> touch, touch. <laughs> Taste, sight, sound, and smell. In this ideology, when we die, the physical body remains on Earth. The vital energy, the prana shakti, is then released out into the universe. Some of these subtle bodies become ghosts. Ghosts, by supposed definition, meet all of those criteria. Okay? So basically, they're saying this is a totally different thing, and that the reason that you believe in this is because it's a spiritual practice. You know what I mean? And that's why you believe in it. All right. That's huh. the that's the the, the, the fine tuned part because this goes on for like another hour. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was going down right now going, Jesus. Yeah, Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so now in saying all of that, we also need to keep in mind one major thing, and this is coming from me personally here, okay, after doing all this research. All of the greatest scientists and world renowned thinkers have no definitive proof of what happens to our souls or consciousness consciousness after we die. Okay, there is no proof of what actually happens. So, in saying that, for all of you people out there, the 18% in the United States or whomever out there is listening to this that do believe in ghosts, you may not be wrong. They may actually exist because, again, as much as you said before that you can't really doubt or, or prove that it doesn't exist, we don't know what happens after we die. None of us do. And the only way you're going to find out is when you fucking die. I'm a fan of the alternate plane or like a, Different a, a parallel universe. Which but then f- in, uh, it's saying what we died, there's there's a scientific proof behind the whole tunnel and light thing, which I think you would probably know about this, Riley. But I, I, essentially, when you finally die and your brain finally dies, like the neurons in your brain give off that effect of the light in the tunnel. And it's essentially you like turning like when you turn an old TV off, you know how it like goes like, right. a, like a vignette. It's kind of the, essentially the same effect and that's what they say explains like the tunnel going to the light effect right which right, is funny yeah. to me that you say that too because um that whole light in the tunnel and stuff like that i have a, I firmly and i can't say firmly believe this but i lean more towards this um idea is that that light you're seeing is you being reborn again Oh, it's the birth canal. It's the birth canal. You think reincarnation? I think. I think that. I think our souls. I mean, because to me that explains. Um, um, what the hell is it called? Deja vu. Deja vu. Thank you. That explains deja vu. I've been here before. I felt this before. Oh my god! I feel like this. I have a close connection to this thing. I have a close connection to that person. It's because. And and again, a people, listeners, I'm sorry, and I'm not by any means saying that this is what actually happens, but this is what I I kind of lean more towards. Is that when we do die, our souls are cakes. They're soul cakes. They're they're basically reborn, but our memories have been wiped out. We're basically it's a free like it's like taking a computer and taking the hard drive out and putting it in a new fucking computer. A new shell. Right. It's a new shell. It's a new thing, except you didn't get all of the data. 
So question. When, yeah. when, like, so let's say. That would explain talent, by the way. Not yeah. to interrupt you, but, you know, these people with like this crazy talent. You see like these little kids that like are just whizzes on a piano those and like three old yeah, three year old aficionados and shit like that yeah. like those really really and we, yeah. we think they're aliens and you know and they're crazy like three years old and be able to freaking just rip chords right, and shit yeah. what is yeah. that like Beethoven or Mozart in, a, in the past that's life. exactly what I'm and saying too like, so what you're saying is God is reusing our souls you're the one that said God I didn't say that I'm so offended. I didn't say that. I didn't say I didn't. I'm, again, we don't talk about religion on here just because we never God, want to offend Jensen? anybody. I know we don't do that. But but if you believe that, if, if you if your you put higher it, power, if you put it into your personal context that way, then yes, then yes. If, if 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 that's your personal context, then totally, absolutely. It would also explain having a connection with something or someone too. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you know, know, like maybe <laughs> maybe what happens is is that when they call, and this is just another outstretched thing of my brain, people, and I apologize for this, but maybe the reason that they're called soulmates is because no matter who dies you always get reconnected with that person mm, because your soul comes back and it is connected. What movie was that? Robin Williams, where he dies, his wife commits suicide, and then he dies. Um, God, oh, what is it called? Oh, my God. It's a very dark movie for Love Robin Williams. And, but then movie. remember, he comes back. They come back as little kids, and they find each other. Oh, and it's got, like, amazing, like, all the, the yeah, cinematography the is so badass. Yes, of course. I love that movie. And I can't what, think what of it. What is it? Uh, come on. We're all looking at you, Can't get a quick check over here. Robin Williams. What dreams might come. Yes. Well, that's exactly what we're talking yes. about. Where like he goes into the afterlife and all, but then he's reborn and he finds his wife and where they're little kids. Right. They find each other. So that's what that's my belief. At least that's what I'm leaning towards. Just because, again, I'm not I'm a very spiritual person, always have been. I'm not a very religious person, but that's my own shit. And if you are, please don't ever think that we're ever gonna negate or or think badly of you because everyone needs something. Everybody does. So you know what I mean? So did you ever hear that story of the guys who were trying to prove that ghosts were real and that uh, when you died, you became a ghost? So two guys, scientists, came, uh, got together, and the one guy said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill myself, and I'm going to give him, like, tell me something to say to you. And then, like, like, I will leave you this message from the afterlife and prove that there is an afterlife and that like, ghosts exist. And the guy said, okay. So he shot himself, killed himself, and the guy waited for three days and got nothing. That was the end of it. Wow, that's... I was really hoping for a... Uh... That's literally what happened. That really happened. Right. Why Why? Why do we give him a mic? Because that's crazy. The dude wait, 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 hold on, himself. Hold on. Maybe I just... I, I didn't understand this whole thing. So they were trying to prove something? They were trying to prove that when you die, you become a ghost. So he basically just fucking killed himself trying to prove Saying, something. Saying, I'm going to come back from the afterlife and communicate to you. Fuck you, Dale! Fuck you! <laughs> Houdini? Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about two. Because no, no, no. I get what he's saying. Houdini did that too. Yeah, well, wait, Houdini was... killed himself. No, no, he died. He from died, something but he told else. his he wife. He the stomach. He, he died, no, 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 but no, no. he, he told actually his died wife. from. He drowned in the the box, didn't no, he? No, 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 no. no. We are, should do a, a Houdini. We? Absolutely, a train right on him for sure. All right, so listen. I'll tell you later. We're getting towards the end of this one here, but we've got a couple of little things here for you and we're not going to tell you what the next episode for halloween motherfucking halloween my favorite time of the year if you haven't bought candy now's the time to do it folks. yeah 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 by yeah. the way or wait till after halloween and just buy it for next year yeah. i mean you're not eating it give it to the fucking kids Who you don't want to be that asshole where you know you open the door and you have to give away pennies and dental floss don't be one of them soul cakes <laughs> <laughs> give out soul cakes all right so we do have a little thing here we're going to do right now since we do have our good friend chainsaw in here and uh you know we have some questions Ooh. from some of our listeners. 
Okay. All right. So from Christina, who I do believe is the same Christina who gave us her, her ghost story and just won today. Hi, which, Christina. by the way, Christina, we desperately, desperately thank you so much for all of your support and for just being involved in what yeah, we're doing. Yeah, it's very awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. So Christina wants to know. Okay, since he is a long-haul truck driver and being Today, my in the love car, the paranormal, my question is, during a long haul, has he ever come across anything creepy he can't explain out in, on the dark, deserted roads of the countryside? I've heard and shared so many crazy paranormal road-type stories, just wondering if he ever experienced anything he can't quite explain. By the way, I have a follow-up question after you answer this. Okay. Uh, yes and no. Yes, yes and no. Okay. Um... I've seen things in the sky that were unexplainable. Um, going up 35 in Minnesota, a cluster of lights that broke apart going all different directions pretty quickly. I've seen the Phoenix lights. You know, you guys know I, I just moved back from Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen those a dozen times. Um, my ex-wife and I went to a bar one time with two friends uh, when we were living in Rome, Georgia and there's Severn Bridges Road down there where it's cut off at either end it's also known as 3C Road you got a little tipsy decided we're going to go check it out our buddy Chris was on crutches we get to the gate All right, get to the gate we get out, girls get in the front He's hobbling along. We get across the other side of the gate, and we start hearing a dog barking. All right. Now, they left the headlights on, and we're going down the road, and we're hearing this dog barking. And the further down the road we go, the louder this dog was getting. We get just outside of the the headlights, where the headlights were shining, and it sounded like it was grabbing us. It sounded like it was right there. And, you know, you know me, I'm a big tough guy, dude. I'm like, look, dude, seriously, man, I think my ankle hurts and we need to go back. Yeah, my ankle hurts too, let's go. So we go back, we get back to the car and the girls are freaking out. What's going on? All of a sudden, we had the doors closed, you know, windows rolled up and all of a sudden the lights just started going nuts at the car. Okay, cool. So, we get in the car, and we go to back out, and something hit the side of the car, and there's two red eyes on the passenger side. My ex-wife's freaking out. We can hightail it out of there. Holy shit. Yeah. That's... That's... It was... I'm telling you, Where man. was that at? That was in... Um, where, were, where were we living? Um, yeah, Georgia. So we know never to go Georgia. there. Yeah. yeah. Down in, down in <laughs> Georgia, Georgia. Not going back there. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> yeah, right. Georgians. All right. So uh, Jeff said he had a follow-up question. Yeah. So uh, that was interesting, by the way. Pretty crazy. Have you ever encountered Large Marge? Large Marge? It's a haunted, large the haunted Marge truck driver? Sentia. No. Never. No. Okay. No. That, that was my follow-up question. <laughs> okay. So, um, no. uh Alex out there, uh, he wants to know, this may be a common question, but I would love to know how the hell Chainsaw got his nickname and where that all came from. Well, (laughs) Alex, (laughs) it just so happens that the man that gave me the nickname is sitting right over there. 
Uh, Jeff, you want to tell Alex how you gave me that name? Sure, I'd love to. So we were playing in a band at the time, and we had met you through our friend Todd. Yep. And uh, yep. you kind of just, you were there helping out loading gear in and loading gear out, and you told us how you were your driver, and that's what you did for a living. Yep. And we were like, you know what? We should bring this guy on and have him just drive for us because we're always messed up, and it's late at night, and we're exhausted from the shows. We shouldn't be driving, period. Right? <laughs> yeah. So we basically hired you without paying you. <laughs> no, pretty way. much. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. yes. And, uh, you know, for we, we did that for a couple of weeks, and we started to get to know each other, and your name, your real name, do you want me to reveal your real name? Sure, go ahead. Your real name is Oliver, yes. right? Yes. And you told us this. So, you know, we were always called him Ali, Ali, Ali. And I, was, I thought, you know what? This is like a big tough guy. Ali's just, <laughs> that's that's not a name for him. So I dubbed him. I said, I dub you Chainsaw. And ever since then, we've called him Chainsaw. Right, right. Yeah. Not that it had anything to do with the 15-passenger death trap that we were riding <laughs> yes. around in. Yeah. You know, with that with that button, every trying to keep you guys awake, right, right, and it sounded like a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. That so was... you, from that point on, you were a chainsaw, and then it just stuck, and everybody called you that. Good times, yeah. good times. Yes, that's uh, that throws our butts off in that. Tr- but you've been chainsaw ever since, dude, and that's yeah. been shit. It's six, yeah. seven, eight years now. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. been it has to be yeah eight nine years. Damn, damn world. And then you met my youngest son ollie and you dubbed him jigsaw yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um so and we do have one more question and it's not in here um because i actually wanted it to be kind of a surprise oh no but moody oh, our, oh, oh no. <laughs> our good friend oh, moody he um has a question and so sir moody and who's out there right now i really wish we could just call him right now have him ask himself but um he wants to know if you've ever had sex with a ghost while you were out driving yeah i can see (laughs) you think about it for a minute (laughs) i can see moody asking me this yeah that's that's his question that is his question he wants to know if you've ever had sex with a ghost while being out on the road uh no I have no. not. None so of short the answer trucks, is just no. None of the trucks that I've driven. You didn't I get ectoplasm driven. all over your truck. <laughs> no. That's hilarious. So that's awesome. <laughs> that man. is funny. Well, listen, man. Thank you so much for being here. We're not done yet. We actually have uh, at the end of this. You kicking me out, John? No, not at all. But I, I love at the end of this. We always go through like the top ten movies of whatever it is we're talking about. So right. the top ten best ghost movies. Number 10. <laughs> According to IMDb. So first and foremost, I'm going to start at 10 and we're going to come back. So 10 being the worst or the best? 10 being... Number one would be the best. Number right? one would be okay, the best. Gotcha, yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. So I'm not saying it's the worst, but just saying it's like less than. Right. So this is... Uh, it's called R Point. Never heard of it. The letter R Point. Um, and it basically says on here the little thing for... It's uh, from 2004. Um, the scariest and most engaging Korean horror movie I've <laughs> seen yet. Horror movies centered around war naturally have an unsettling edge, and this film uses it brilliantly. So, our point. Never heard of it. I'm, I'm going to have to check that one out, to be honest with you. Oh, ghost, you're breaking my bars. <laughs> Release the Panthers. <laughs> um, number nine. From 1980, The Fog. Yep, I, I remember that. I think I've seen this one. Right. Uh, it's And the uh, little thing underneath it says it's got that slightly garish and cheesy 80s thing going on in places, but if you can set that aside, this is an absolute classic, a definite top ten ghost movie. Does it say who was in it? The stars? 
Uh, I'll look it up. I got you. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so the fog. He's got that. Number eight. 2008 is Lake Mungo. (laughs) Mungo. Mungo. Combining a realistic documentary style format with found footage elements interspersed throughout. This film is a slow burning mystery with a terrifying payoff. Good luck sleeping after this. A master class in the found footage genre. Uh, the Fog's got Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Oh, shit, really? Uh, Adrian Barbeau. Adrian Barbeau, yeah, she was yeah. in the Swamp Thing. Uh, Janet Lee. Wow. Tom Atkins. Uh, Holy crap, that's a lot of people, man. Right. I've, I, yeah, I gotta go back and revisit that one. John, what is this? John Houseman? Nah, I don't know that guy. I don't know that guy. Alright, number seven. The Devil's Backbone from 2001. Made when Guillermo <laughs> del Toro was at his peak and a film that earned him his stripes on the international scene way before Pan's Labyrinth. A great story that doesn't lose anything by his later overuse of CGI. So it's called The Devil's Backbone. I've never even heard of that one either. I haven't either. Yeah. No, me either. It's funny that a lot of these, I, I'm really, I want to sit down and binge watch these, all it's these. It's in Spanish. Oh, is by it? By the way, yeah. Okay. These sound like these are movies that are on the blockbuster shelf where you go to check out like where the candy is and they're just like last minute five cent rentals. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this one is called It Follows. I've seen this. From yeah, 2015. Have you seen it? It's not bad, uh, yeah. actually. It's like I haven't yeah, heard of this one either. Like, I have not heard of this yeah. one. So the premise of this one says, as I scroll down. So this all this goes, sex. This goes all, yeah, it's all about, it's like if you have sex with you, someone you, and they have the ghost. It's you like pass a, it. It's, it's like a ghost STD. STD. Yeah. It's a ghost STD. Oh, yeah. okay. It's a, such a simple concept, but utterly terrifying. You have to see this movie, not a traditional. Oh, these are reviews. Yeah, if you don't, okay. It's like if you don't have sex with someone new, the ghost, in a certain amount of time, the ghost kills you. It follows up to you. It catches you. Shit. Yeah, it's right. pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's a warning about STDs, really. It's yeah. Number five. You need an ectoplasm I, condom. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Number five. I can't do it. Riley, do it. Number five. <laughs> so this one's 1963's The Haunting. Um, now, this is another one that I honestly don't know anything about, but I feel I'm going like to I've seen a remake it of it. Sounds really. I mean, it's black and I white. Think there is a remake. A scientist doing research on the paranormal invites two women to a haunted mansion. One of the participants soon starts losing her mind. Ooh. Sounds like every horror movie I've ever seen. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Can I, I have to do this one. Okay, go ahead. Number four, Iringi. <laughs> <laughs> so Ringu, all right. This is the, the Japanese. Japanese version of The Ring. And the I'm original, sure right? this is, is the, the original. American version Correct. Of this movie. Right. A reporter and her ex-husband investigate a cursed videotape that is rumored to kill the viewer seven days after watching it. So we've all, listen, everyone out there's probably seen The Ring. Not right? The Ringu, though. That one's like, not The Ringu. Hurry, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry, shit. Don't watch that. that that's a horrible movie. Oh, you want to come on number five? <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Don't. Bad movie. Don't do that. Well, number everyone... five with the Ringu. <laughs> number three. I actually really like this movie a lot. Uh, I went to the theaters and saw this in 2001. It is um, the one and only uh, Nicole Kidman, and it is The Others. The Others, yeah. I am your daughter, but I am your daughter. Yeah, that movie was it amazing. Was it, it was, was super right. good. I yeah. love the twist at the end that you really didn't know. Yeah, that was and, an end like Shamalama Ding Dong yeah, yeah, yeah. twist. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. and if you guys don't know about that movie, please watch it. It's freaking amazing. A woman who lives in her darkened old family house with her two photosensitive children becomes convinced that the home is haunted, but yet there's a twist. <laughs> <laughs> Number two from 1980, The Changeling. Do you know what changelings are? Your mom? 
God. No. No. <laughs> I know what it is. Do you know what a changeling yeah. is? What is a changeling? Can you explain what a changeling is? It's like a it, it's a entity or human or not a human being, but an entity that can change forms. Pod people. Right. So like I could I could be you, kind of like the Terminator in Terminator Two. Like he could change into people he interacts with. See, the, that that must be a different version because the changeling that I'm aware of is from like old like I was going to talk about it earlier with the ghost, but it's a spirit that kidnaps the child and replaces itself with a copy of it's the spirit. So oh. your kid is now invasion the body tonight. A demon, pretty much. Yeah, like the kid's dead, and now it's a, a demon. And so what, it was used to explain like children born with like deformities or diseases in like uh, medieval times they said it wasn't a baby it was a changeling like, yeah, it was, yeah. oh, wow. it was yeah, a yeah. spirit of of an of a ghost that like and that's what this movie is actually about it's yeah. a, a man staying at a secluded historical mansion finds himself being haunted by the presence of a specter so it's a changeling the changeling is basically what they used to say back in the day is that they'd come in and they swap out the kid and the kid would be a demon or yeah, like a leprechaun like a or spirit, yeah. a spirit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the leprechaun, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a leprechaun. No, stop it, stop it. But I'm the leprechaun. All right, number one. Drum roll, please. 1980s, The Shining. Of oh, course. good, good movie, yeah, dude. Good movie is movie. so amazing. And I'm still pissed off that they made a remake about that, and I'm glad I never uh, watched that. So uh, some runners-up on this one is, uh, let's see, number 11, The Woman in Black from 2012. That was terrible. Uh, really? I watched that like three weeks. I've been trying to watch as many Halloween movies as I can. Isn't that Harry Potter? Yeah, it's Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, there was some like spooky parts, but overall, it was so like toned down. It's you got, know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. number 11 on IMDb's top 50 of the uh, best ghost yeah, ones. Well, the okay. internet don't know Number nothing. 14 right. should be way higher. That oh, yeah, yeah. We'll off. get there. Uh, number 12, The Conjuring 2. That's I'm a fan. See, that's I, the, the I don't think I've movies. seen that one. That one's awesome. I'm gonna have to watch that. That one, one. was better than the first one. For yeah. Sure. See, so you, my, my son Ollie's got all those movies, man. All the Conjuring's, the the what's the doll one? Annabelle. Uh, Annabelle. All the, the Annabelle's. Nun. Oh yeah. I just he, can't get into those. Anyway, uh, number thirteen, The Eye, two thousand two. Now this is the this, this is the Asian, <laughs> The Eye. They actually did an American <laughs> version of it with um, um, Jessica Alba. Where she basically I gets, remember that yeah. she gets her uh, an eye uh, transplant because she was blind Oculus. or whatever, and it's like she sees like all this shit going on. Yeah, I Oculus. No, 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 it's called the eye. Oh, yeah, yeah. never heard of it. Number fourteen, which Riley was just talking about a second ago, saying that it should be way up in the list, and I firmly agree with him. The Sixth Sense. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's that's that should be one. like that's top five, one. if not three, dude. That movie was right. amazing, and I. Re- the problem with that movie, though, not that I can't watch it over and over again, but. After you watch it the first time, it's like, you know what happens, and it kind of ruins it for it you. It has no replay value. Yeah, yeah, no replay value. Yeah. You're like, it's a great shock value yeah. in what happens yeah. to it, but then, yeah. but then you, you go back and you're like, well, I already know what happens. Well, unless yeah. you watch right, it with someone right. who's never seen it. Yeah, that's true. Then you yeah, that's true. All of his movies are like that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you know. got that whole plot twist shit. Yeah. Um, uh, number 15 and from 2001 is Session 9. Never heard of oh, it. Oh, that's a great movie. You've never seen that? No. It's pretty good. No. So it's about a haunted studio, and they're doing a session, and it's actually number nine. The guys come in, and they get it's all haunted. They get freaked out, and they end up leaving and not recording the album. It's pretty good. I um, liked it. Are you sure that's the same movie? No, yeah. not at all. 
Did you just make that whole thing? Absolutely. Wow. That I sold sounds it. like... Dude, I, I sold it. Yeah, you did. Wow. I, I yeah, was okay. believing that. I'm like looking at it yeah. going, wait a minute. Yeah, that like, sounds wait. like the last time Burning Vegas was in studio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So this one says, tensions rise when an asbestos cleaning crew... Uh, within an asbestos cleaning crew as they work in an abandoned mental hospital with a horrific past that seems to be coming back. Yeah, that sounds like every freaking horror movie ever. Um, okay, here you go. Again, there's a lot of uh, Chinese slash Japanese movies on this list. Oh, because you're skilly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is uh, Juan, which is The Grudge. The actual, the original. Yeah, the original version. There's many of them. Like, we get it. The girl with the hair in her face crawling around with the bunk. Yeah, that's the ring. Yeah. Like, we get it. It's scary. It was scary the first time. Stop yeah. fucking making 8,000 movies about the same thing. It's slapping Jeff, another knife over. Jeff, name on it. Jeff, tell us how you really feel. I mean, I just did. Okay. Um, number 17, which to me should be way further up. And apparently, I, I guess I never really considered this to be a uh, ghost movie, but 1992's The Candyman. I did. I didn't really like it. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. It wasn't bad, but I thought Jeepers Creepers was better than Candyman. Yes. Wow. Thank yes. You. Thank you. No Jeepers, way, dude. The, well, let the, me ask you a question. Yeah. Jeepers Creepers. Yes. Let yes. me ask you a question. And I used to torment them with Jeepers Creepers. No, no, your, your Uncle, Uncle Jamie, Jamie did. did. Yeah, yeah. Not you. Yeah, no, no. But when I was trying to play it, I'm like, no, you're not going to watch that. That's what it was. Yeah. Sorry, I'm old. Um, yes, you did are. Did you watch it when it first came out? I don't remember so long ago. See, I watched it when it first came out, and as a kid, well, 1992, I was uh, 12, 12 ish. So, Chainsaw, you were what, 34? Yeah, right no, around there. I wasn't 12. I was like, <laughs> right around there. Yeah. I was like 14 or 15. Anyway, watching it, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was a great movie. And Candyman, I don't They're know. Remaking They're remaking Candyman with it. the original guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, the guy from Keenan, Keenan, whatever his name is. The black dude that does the, the Ke- whole. Um, the. the Keenan Thompson? Key and Peel. Key and Peel. Key and Peel, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from that is yeah. actually directing it. Yeah, the guy yeah. who directed like, Get Out and all that. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, yeah, he's pretty awesome. Pretty good, yeah, I'm, I'm loving the shit he's putting out there. Number 18, the 1973's The Legend of Hell House. Oh, yeah, the original. Yeah. Before they remade it and fucked it all up. Look at him. Chainsaw's like, I was probably like 45 at that time. <laughs> Hell yeah. Number 19 should be way higher. Agreed. Like, this should be number one. Right. Number nineteen, nineteen 1982's Poltergeist. Oh, oh God. How is it number nine? Yeah. I, 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 don't I don't know. I don't it understand. Should be way higher. Yeah, that should be way higher on because their list. Because the internet is stupid. Right. They're like, right. oh, it's too popular. It's not that good of a movie. Right, exactly. It Elitist, should be above Elitist. that Studio 9 yeah. or whatever yeah, the hell come it was. On. And then number 20, Under the Shadow from 2016. It's a movie from Iran. Oh, well, that's... Where'd you run to? <laughs> Iran. <laughs> and Iran. So some Iran. honorable mentions here, just because I'm looking at this right now. Uh, number 22, Silent Hill, which I think is crazy because I fucking love that movie. That was good. Yeah, movie. That was Silent the first Hill movie. one. I actually like the second one too, just because it was like really. I, I don't. I was a huge fan of the video game. Yeah. So like, is that the one with Pyramid Head and all that? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Dude, such yeah. a great movie. And then uh, going down this, yeah, the rest of the Conjuring's number twenty six. Blair Witch is number twenty seven. Like ghost movie though. Well, That's dumb. Uh, the House on Haunted Hill, which I think is hilarious. I not, Stir of Echoes with uh, Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. That was a good one. Oculus is on here. Um, Sleepy Hollow from nineteen ninety nine. Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, so there's a bunch of good ones on there. So apparently, um, yeah, I, I do have to honestly agree that if the, you the internet sucks. If you haven't seen Drag Me to Hell and you enjoy Evil Dead and Army of the Dead and all that, it's by the same director, Sam Raimi. Raimi, yeah. 
and it's like slapsticky horror that's just gruesome right. and gory and funny all at the same time. It's a really good movie. So what horror movie when you were a kid? What was the first horror movie that got you? That scared you? We talked about this before yeah, in one of yeah, our yeah. past episodes. Yeah, pay attention. I, I'm a hundred years old. Come on. <laughs> the the number one that messed me up was Friday the Thirteenth. That's right. Only because I was young and left at home alone to watch a slasher flick. And yeah, that 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 movie like that, <laughs> it fucked me up, yeah. man. Even I still watch the first one every now and then. I'm kind of like, you know, just because it reminds me of being a kid and being just scared out of my mind. Yeah, you. My, mine was uh, Fire in the Sky for horror. Fire yeah. in the Sky messed me right. up. Yours? Oh, I don't even remember. I, it was probably like Jeepers Creepers. That was the first. No, Signs. Signs was the first horror movie I remember watching as a kid. That's not a horror movie. You sure it wasn't That's Goosebumps? Not horror. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it probably was. I was like six, I think. Like it was young. So it was Goosebumps. Yeah, it was probably, okay. It was probably Casper or something. What about you? Chainsaw. Hell Night with Linda Blair. Hell Night. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good one. That yeah. was a good movie. Yeah, I like that one too. The neighbors across the street were, you know, had the old uh, dish pointed at the the tower, and you know, was getting cable, you know, very cheaply, illegally. You can and say illegally. It was it was <laughs> it was HBO, man, and that yeah, it got me. You can say I, I went I went home and cried and couldn't go to sleep. And then you put on Skinamax. I just realized that Jeff, <laughs> you're not even in the video right I now. I haven't been. <laughs> <laughs> you can see right. the back of my head. Yeah. So, so listen, we, yeah, we, right. we want to close this thing out and uh, we want to thank you guys so much for you know hanging out with us on this ghost ride on the midnight train. Um I learned a lot and uh, you know, there's a lot of craziness to it. I don't Ouch. I don't think, from my standpoint, and I'm super skeptic, I don't think that you can just dismay it and say that it doesn't exist because there's no way to to disprove it or prove it. So, in the meantime, if that's what you believe, please get a uh, a, uh, a, a tester in your house. What is it called? The... uh the the, 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 the the Amazon ghost hunting kit? No, not that. <laughs> Speaking of which, we do have to get that. No, the uh, EKG the one thing meter. Is the, no, the freaking the, the, the not, not, not a fire a, alarm. The the uh, the other monitor. EVP Christina, monitor. what is it? Oh my god! No, the one so you don't fucking die in your house because of your fucking furnace. Carbon monoxide. Oh. Thank you, Magneto's helmet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you are seeing those things, make sure there's no carbon monoxide creeping in. Make sure you're not going through some psychosis. Make sure you don't have some sort of paranoid schizophrenia, whatever it is. And if you still believe and you're still good, then guess what? Maybe you have got a ghost. I'm just saying. Maybe it's a possibility. We want to thank our main man, Chainsaw, for being here. Thank you so much, brother. It was no problem. so thank awesome you to see you. Thank you for him coming and hanging out with us. Now you guys thank all you. know what this motherfucker looks and sounds like. And yes, he's a scary... I am ugly. He's a scary <laughs> bastard. And thus why Riley is deathly afraid of Halloween. Right. Can I say something? Mm-hmm. No, just you're not allowed. Just want to shout out to my brother who listens, yeah. John, uh, uh, my son, Oliver the Fourth, and my Uncle Jim, who all listen. Awesome. Well, thank you guys, first and foremost, for listening, and second of all, for allowing this guy to be a part of our lives, right? You know, he's, yeah. he's family, man. That's family Absolutely. right there. That's you know? right. Can I say something? Yeah. <laughs> sure. I, I, I don't want you to. Yeah. I, I just want to say that, you know... I, I think ghosts could be real. I don't know if I'm a legit believer at this point. I still need to be sold on it. But if I'm sold on anything from tonight, it's fucking funnel ghosts. <laughs> because that is a party, my friends. And funnel that's ghosts. all I got to say about that. Kind of like funnel cakes and hand grenades. Funnel yeah. ghosts! <laughs> Riley, what do you think? Ghosts, yes, no? Yes. Yeah? No. What? 
Jesus. Which one is it? You had scratching at your door. How do you not believe in it? <laughs> I'm yeah, telling you're right. you, man. That one. Uh, yeah, I'm dude. On the fence. Okay, the fence. and see, I'm that's undecided. that's kind of me too. Undecided. That's kind of me too because you can't dismay it. You can't. Yeah. Not you. I you actually, I just, wow, I have had a ghost experience. Holy shit. Yeah, yes, you wow. have. See? And that just yeah. kind of hit me. Hey, Whoa. Yeah. I have to answer that question. Have you ever seen a ghost? Well, I heard my door get scratched on once. <laughs> All right, so we want to thank you guys so much for going on. I told you guys from the beginning this was going to be a very, very long one. Yeah. And before we close this thing out, everyone's been anticipating what we're going to do for Halloween. And ladies and gentlemen, we are going to do... We're doing a fucking seance in our studio with Moody for the next episode for Halloween. We're literally going to do a seance. We're, we're going to sit here with our candles. And what I want you guys to do... All of you amazing listeners out there, do me a favor. We have a psychic circle and we have a Ouija board. Which one should we use? I want, to know, I want to know which one you guys think we should nice. use. Now, remember, yeah. the psychic circle, if you're not familiar with it, is way more colorful. It has more words. It has more just abilities to it. But the, the Ouija is classic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the classic thing that could potentially, you know, I don't know, kill us. What if... What if a couple of us use the Ouija board and a couple of us use the psychic circle and have a conversation between the two? That sounds way too extravagant. That's like crossing the streams. Yeah. Ghostbusters. You, you, know yeah what they, you know what happened right? in that, right? Yeah. You don't do that. Ghosts are the Gazarian. Yeah, you don't want that. I think we should. <laughs> so anyway, let us know should. what you guys think, which one we should use. And, uh, you know, so we're going to be doing a seance, an actual seance. And we're just going to press record and we're going to just whatever happens, happens. So hopefully we don't die. Hopefully Riley doesn't get possessed. Or if they have a suggestion on somebody to contact. Yeah, that's a great one, too. That would be kind of cool. Tell us who to contact. That'd be a great. Because I already know who I want to contact. Houdini. Do you? I do. Oh, yeah. No, you want to contact Houdini? Hey, here's a question. Well, yeah. You no. don't know the story of Houdini? Well, no, I know the story. Is this like open game? Like we all get to pick one? I, I think that should be a thing. All right. But we, we should also have a Those listener are. pick. Yeah, yeah. So I we like want to wanna get votes on like listener and like we'll just pick a random listener's, you know, person they want us to contact. Hey, and can we'll we just... make Riley talk to the, the listener's pick? Yeah. All right. So you hear it, folks. If you want to make Riley super uncomfortable, think of the most fucked up person that Riley can contact. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. <laughs> Johnny Utah. <laughs> Gary Busey's still alive. Oh, shit. And you totally ruined my joke, you little fucker. What were you going to say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember from yeah, yesterday? Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. Now, I'm glad you did it. It shows you're my son, and I appreciate that. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Apple tree. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. Please, 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 you know, um, go on to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Like, subscribe. Please rate us. Um, and listen, people are out there getting some free shit. So if you're one of those people out there that are getting some free shit, then kudos to you. To the rest of you guys, get your shit rolling. You know what I mean? Go on there. All you got to do is go on to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. A good one. Because if it's a bad one, I'm going to send a pile of dog poop to your house. <laughs> also, I think um, if anybody listeners out there have some old baby clothes and items, I know Evan's going to be collecting soon. So he's going to be having a hard time. So we're all going to try and help out and pitch in. So if you guys got some stuff you want to donate. That would be amazing. You know, we want to help him out as much yeah. as we can. That would be nice. It has to be digital, all digital, though, because he's, he's, he's a robot. Well, yeah, digital code yeah. download for sure. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you go to uh, the Midnight Train Podcast, um, dot com because that's where our home is, and that's where you'll find all kinds of cool stuff. And you can go in there, and you can just subscribe, which, if I'm not mistaken, Chainsaw just did last night. Yes. We were hanging out yes, having I a did. drink, and we finally went in and fucking finally did it. I don't know why it took so long. You fucking turd Forgive anyway 
<laughs> Thank I'm you old. again. And again, subscribing, liking, and 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 the reviews are a huge part of this whole thing. All right. Like legit. We want to thank everyone for listening. Christina, you won this one. And thank you again for being such an awesome supporter of our show. Yay, Christina. Right. And uh, on behalf of all of us here, man, and especially Chainsaw, make sure you guys are sticking around because next week for seances, I'm telling you, shit's about to get creepy. All right. And in the meantime, as we all say, choo-choo, motherfuckers! Are you still with me? So I'm recording this right now by myself at the midnight train station. Super windy and spooky as hell outside. Had some issues with my computer that made me think that maybe some of these new items we brought in might be haunted. But I wanted to read a listener's email here about a ghost story that he wanted to relay. So his name is Jim. And this is Jim's story. So turn the lights off and let's get spooky. Play the banjos, boys. True story. My wife and I lived in Pendleton County, West Virginia in the early 1980s. We had several harrowing experiences in a farmhouse we rented that still make my freaking hair stand on end to this day. Upon moving to this area from Guam, we rented the second floor of the farmhouse with its own entrance that sat on a mountaintop. The owners in their their 80s lived on the first floor that had a locked staircase between their floor and ours. I rented the place when it came available suddenly and I lived there a month before my wife and two-year-old daughter traveled from Ohio to join me. The rest of the story I will break into separate sections. When I rented the place, the owner's wife told me a single female teacher left one night on a moment's notice and went home to Kansas. The teacher told the landlady she didn't want her clothes, furniture, or kitchenware. Nothing. I remember the landlady bitching about frivolous young people not caring about their possessions and hot sticking to their jobs. Then I had to hear a story about how hard the Depression era was. I didn't think anything about it and agreed to rent the place. One night, while living alone, I drank some wine, put my headphones on, and rocked out to a Pittsburgh FM rock station. I guess I fell asleep on the floor. I was awoken to a crashing sound that sounded like a window slamming shut. I saw it was about 1.30 a.m., looked around, didn't see anything out of the ordinary, and went to bed. The weekend before my wife and daughter arrived, I was in the living room eating dinner when I heard a crash in the kitchen. I went in and saw that the trash had been tipped over and trash was strewn across the floor. Again, I thought nothing. When my wife and daughter arrived, all was okay for the first few weeks. Then, shit started happening. For three nights in a row, we heard the landlord's phone ring at 1.30am, heard footsteps, then distant mumbling voices. The following night, I worked an evening shift. My wife wrote a letter to her grandmother, and the words, leave them alone, appeared on the letter. She shit, ripped the letter apart, wrote another one without incident. 
before leaving for work, my wife and I talked over lunch in the kitchen how we thought the farm was getting run down and the owners might be too old to keep it up. Oops, must have pissed someone off. After that, plates, bowls, and glasses would get knocked over in the kitchen. Then the crap really hit the fan. One night while I was on a mid-shift, the landlord called and said to come home because my wife was frantic. I drove home and she was pale, shaking, and crying. She said that while she and my daughter slept in the bedroom, because there was only one bedroom, the window flew open, a mist came in, hovered over the bed, and then my daughter's crib, and then let out the window. The room was stone cold and smelled of rotten sulfur. I could still smell the stench when I arrived home. The window, Miss Sulfur thing, happened at least two other times. Once we were in the living room when the bedroom door slammed shut with our daughter sleeping inside. We smelled the sulfur, prayed to God, opened the door. We heard the window slam shut and we were able to open the door. One evening I was sleeping on the couch before going on a mid-shift. I awoke because I was shoved violently. I jumped up to see my wife reading in a chair across the room. We fought the experiences for another month then moved out. The house was always dark, and after that crap started, it felt like an oppressive presence was always hovering over us. In conversing with the landlady when we chose to break the lease, we found out her mother lay dying for two years in a back room just below our bedroom. And for the last six months, she went blind and moaned real loud. Six months later, I went to the Navy quarterdeck to check out on leave. I saw a friend from Guam who had recently moved to West Virginia. Turns out he was moving from one house to another. I asked where he was moving from and to. He said from the eye farm to a house in the village. I told him I lived in that house for a while. Then he became very sober and asked, did things happen while you lived there? I asked, what kind of things? He relayed his experiences and I relayed mine. Very similar, hauntingly similar. So he moved out quick. My friend Dave said he located and contacted the school teacher and asked for her story. She said she was sleeping in the bedroom, the window flung open, a mist came in, and hung over the bed. She was petrified and couldn't move as long as it hovered over her. It smelled like sulfur. When the presence left, she threw her clothes on, grabbed her purse and car keys, and drove straight home to Kansas. She didn't want one thing from that place. Dave refuses to talk about it now, saying it scared him to his core, and he needs to keep it in the past. I agree. What I have just relayed to you is a short version of a series of unexplained experiences that happened in the past where I want to keep it. Thank God nothing like this has ever happened since. Wow. Jim. That's fucked up. And all I gotta say is to all you beautiful people out there, keep these stories coming and we'll keep doing what we do. And thank you so much for listening. I'm Jonathan and Choo Choo, motherfuckers.